Hi, Josh. <laughs> Josh, you wearing what it do, boo? True. I dig your weirdness. I want some more of it. I want to see more of it. I want to feel more of it. Oh my god. Welcome to the Josh Waring podcast. We appreciate you listening. Merci. Alright guys, we're back for another live episode of Poetic Charm. We're at our new home on the Poetic Charm YouTube channel with Big Mike. How you doing, sir? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, man. Whoa, whoa, looking quite dashing there with that mic, sir. Okay, let me find out. Yep, yep. Also got also on a on a, on a Duke new camera too, so you know. Okay, looking okay. That's what's up. Yeah. Mm, I made some upgrades, you know. I do what I needed to do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Santa was good to Miguel. <laughs> Santa was good to me. Thank you, Santa. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, it's a new year. Gotta do new things, get bigger and better, man. You know how it goes. So. Yes, sir, yes, sir. All about that Mamba mentality. R.I.P. Kobe. RIP Kobe. So, sure. we, so we just wanted to welcome everyone to Ask Man Q and A, and here we answer questions from confused men who want to learn more about women. And each of the questions from the men will have a meme associated with it because they reached out on social media, obviously, right? And we also have questions from women seeking long-term commitment because sometimes women just are confused when it comes to men as well. So we want to be that. Uh, platform for them to you know give questions and then we can uh, hopefully give this give them some insight on their journey f to seek that long-term commitment and the questions would be obviously for the men only and the ladies would be able to ask qualifying questions in the comments okay and we also have uh, the opportunity for someone to come on and join the show if they want either call in or join live by clicking the link in the description below right now and also since it is a, a new home please remember to like comment and subscribe to the channel as well and just a friendly reminder the guest rules are to be polite and not be rude for example no profanity directed at anyone things like that please do not speak over the host or moderator and of course above all add value to the show please stay on topic and don't just speak without actively listening so there you go Anything about the uh, audio you want to tell them about the headset possibly? I don't know. Uh, well, StreamYard actually added uh, some software, so even if they don't have headphones, it it'll it won't have the echo sometimes. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. But preferably with headphones. Thank you, Miguel. But some, I guess it depends. It depends what it who like what type of phone or what type of device that they're on. Right. Speaking of the rest of our panel, where is the rest of our team panel? Uh, they are probably en route, but we'll, you know, we'll have them catch, catch up and, you know, just, just keep it, keep it going. So the, the first question comes, well, all these are anonymous out of respect for the people submitting them. So the first question is, I've been watching a lot of Kevin Samuels recently 
and aren't we all right he's sensational and amazing right and i have to agree why do women have an unrealistic sense of rating their appearance also follow-up question is it just me or do a significant number of women have a problem with the truth and only want to respond and not actually listen and this is the meme that they sent with that question well, more, not exactly a meme, but more of a video. And I'll show that now. I'm four and three-fourths. This size? Um, I'm a small. I'm probably at maybe a one-two. Okay. And if you ranked yourself, honestly, if you ranked yourself on a scale of one to ten, what would ten. you rank? Yeah, let's get back to reality. No, I'm in reality. <laughs> no, no, you're not in reality. I'm you're in reality. You're not in reality. If you're gonna be a ten, we can end this because that's not reality. You're not a supermodel. So what are you? What are you? Back you're not okay, ma'am. Check the attitude. Look. Check the attitude. This whole this. Let me just go ahead and say this. This bullshit that's running around with black women. They call yourself a ten. Never say you don't. That is some of the most destructive psychobabble that's going around. Black women, you need to, to be more humble. And you're a Christian. Mm -hmm. That's not humility. Well, for one, I know that I was made in God's image. And he, God he knows made... he's not perfect, ma'am. Right. So everybody's a I'm not going to so, get up oh, here and call myself a four or a two because I'm I, definitely... Okay, but, okay, well, let me... Cause, well, well, since, if you're going to tell me you're a 10... You're yeah. a ten, I'm a Christian then, woman. I'm no, 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 no. I said physically. You can be a Christian woman, but this. Yeah, physically. I'm beautiful. You're physically a ten. Then what? Then what is Beyonce, Kelly Rowland, Rihanna? What are they? Whatever they're considered themselves to be. See, see, this is that bullshit, John. This is when I start to get upset <laughs> because you say you ladies say you want help, but then when you start getting into it, your ego gets into it. Put your dick up. <laughs> it's not honestly, Kevin. This is I bullshit. See. You're you not a go, team. You can go to my Instagram now and you see that. You're how not I carry a team. Okay. You can, I don't care how you call yourself. A 10 is supermodel looks. Okay. Are you I'm that? Far from, I'm far from ugly, honey. I didn't say that. <laughs> so you I'm made this combative, man. If you really want to say you're a 10, that's fine. But show me, no. where the, show me where the model contracts are. I don't want to be a model. I, I didn't ask, ask you whether you want to be a model or not. Somebody asked me today. But you're not, you but ma'am, you're not a, but you're not, but you're not that. Come on. Okay. Well, you said show me where the model contract. Somebody asked me today. Oh, okay. do you model? Let's I try this. No. Let's try this again. Where would you honestly rank yourself? I just told you. A 10. <laughs> yeah. No. Maybe to you, I'm not, but beauty's in the eye. No, no, of no. So you're a 10. Yeah. Okay, so are there any women that are higher? Are you saying I'm not a? Tell me why I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm asking you. No, no, no. I'm asking you. Tell me why I'm not. No, no. You're not questioning. So you're on my. You're on my. So you mean to tell me that there are no women that are more attractive than you? What? I'm asking. It's hard. You're a ten. That means you're at the top. It's like I'm not. I. If you're a ten, that means you're at the top. If I'm a 10, an I'm A not... plus, a 100 on a test is as high. I want... No, no, no. No woman. Back it down. No, I'm, 100, I'm telling you. Back it down. A 100 on a test is as high as you can go. It's a perfect grade. You're saying you're a 10, a 100 on the test. Are you saying that there's nobody who scores higher than you on looks? Yeah, 
You're in the you're in the top percentile worldwide. Possibly. <laughs> Honestly, but it doesn't matter to me. No other woman I'm intimidated by. Not one. You can I'm not. Maybe by the world standards, I'm not because I'm darker. You know, I don't know what. Uh, that's reason. some I don't bullshit. Know. I don't see, know. See, that's the thing that I always say. Thank you for saying it. Thank you. I knew we we're going to get to it eventually. Eventually, we we're going to get to the colorism argument. And see, the problem is, man, when you women walk around with this inflated estimation of yourself, mm-hmm. life tells you where lane you're in, whether you want to admit to it or not. So you saying colorism doesn't No, no, I'm not I'm not going down the I'm not, first off, I'm not going down the colorism path because I'm saying if you were a dime, mm-hmm. you'd be gone by now. Because dimes get taken like that. Possibly, or treasures treasure uh-huh. is hidden. Okay. Treasure is hidden. Again, again, this is this is this is what goes on. She's gonna still gonna die on this hill. Because it's about my ego. I'm not, and I've listened to many black women parent this stuff, especially after that average at best video. I've heard women tell women, you should never say this. You should never say that. And you know what? The only people y'all are hurting is yourself. That's, I mean, honestly, I asked you just to see, to, to move the conversation, but you've decided to make it about, I'm up here. And it's because of what I think of myself. Okay. <clears throat> But what you think of yourself and what the world sees are two different things. I am very sorry to inform you and other women. There are women that are prettier than you. Okay. And if you say you're a 10, that means you are up there with the prettiest of the pretty. Mm -hmm. And then you should have the results to show it. Possibly. Not possibly. You should have the results to show it. It's the, it's and, the fact that she's and here's the thing. This is one thing that I would say is so wrong with so many black women. They are they will not they will not relent. They will they will shame, insult, guilt, and the need to be right. They will do this until they die. It's like locking on. It's it, it's just they, the ego. This is the masculine ego of many women today. They cannot. So you will this be is a psychological block. This is two. a psychological block with a lot of these. Like I, I just, I just can't, I just can't, I can't say anything less. Even though you know damn well that this over here. See, I know that there are men that are more attractive than me. I know men that I'm more attractive than, but I would never ever think to call myself a ten because I know I'm not a ten. I knew at my best. I knew at my best. I was never a ten. I knew that. But see, men get an accurate estimation of ourselves. That's why so many of you ladies are got triggered. That's why that video went viral. Average at best, die alone. Because so many women think that you should get something higher than you are. And then when asked, even the woman in that video said, I would have gave myself so-and-so. Okay, you can all say what you want. But the world reflects back what it is. We attract what we are. And if you've never dated tens... Guys at that high level, if you if they're not knocking down your door, you're on Instagram, right? If they're not trying to marry you, wipe you, that's not where you are. You can call it whatever you want to. You can have 10 energy all day long, but that's not it. Okay, Kevin. 
Okay. I'm not saying this to hurt you. I'm just saying. I'm just, I don't, I'm just saying. I'm hey, just trying. You, I just don't. Can. I just don't understand why so many women you can't hurt me. Oh, well, I'm not trying to, and I'm. Yeah. There's it nothing. There's nothing to gain for me. What I'm doing is I'm showing that this is. This is why I say therapy is so necessary because this is beyond delusion. Everybody's not a ten. Every woman does not get a high value man. Every woman doesn't deserve a high value man. Your mama got average. And mama built a life. You women who think you're tens, think you deserve a high value man, are dying alone. Because you well, have no relationship skills. Paul said, spare me the problems of married people. So that's what, yeah. that's what it is. That's yeah. what it all righty then so miguel when you see yeah. a conversation like that as a man what is going through your head um i mean there's so many things to unpack there but i, I feel like that um you know that you can be confident as you want to be you know and I, and I get that but if you call in to a dating consultant and he's trying to I guess, hear you out to help you in a certain way, then he's asking you these questions because he's trying to get to, you know, get to the root of the issue and try to help you. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I didn't, I, I could barely see what she looks like. So that's not even my point or whatever, but he made a perfect point. Like if you're saying you're a 10, that means there's nobody who's more attractive than you. If you're calling him in, he's not asking you of your world. Of, I'm sorry, of your view of yourself. He's asking you about what the world would view you as. Mm. So you should be more conscious of that when you call into that show. Um, I think there's. I think that everybody's confident. When you look in the mirror, you're like, "Y'all look good." Blah blah blah. But again, if you call in there, he, you should be more realistic and say, "No, I'm about whatever this and that. You know, I want to be that." Again, no, don't downgrade yourself either. But at the same time, just be more realistic and and what you're saying, you know, uh, to yourself. And I feel like that um, it's that confidence, um, which again is not knocking, but is why sometimes um, women, specifically to answer the guy's question, um, will not rate themselves correctly because mm. they're like, listen, I don't care what nobody say, I'm a ten. They could be. You know, craters on their face, uh, hair thinning, whatever you want to say. I'm just saying. But in their eyes, they're a 10 and stuff like that. And once again, that's cool. But at the same time, if you're looking for a certain type of man, you need to be realistic on your expectations based off of what you actually look like. So that, that's my opinion. Absolutely. And as, as Banks said, and thank you for that, Miguel, as Banks said, delusional not a 10 and denial you know everything that you said and she also played the colors card at the end to a black man like wh what are you doing so yeah yeah i mean that, 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 that's become a big thing over the last i guess whatever years um mm -hmm. about the uh the colors thing and 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 i know plenty of guys who love dark chocolatey women and stuff like that and i've dated a few myself so i don't think um you know, I think sometimes it does become a card because sometimes that's not it. Like, if you got buck teeth and, like I said, craters on your face, it doesn't matter if you're dark or light. The, the, the reason why you're not a 10 is because of those other issues. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, if you want, again, if you call in for advice, 
he can help you if you give him the real story. That's anything you do, right? So if you say, listen, I'm I'm, I'm about a six. I've been looking for guys or whatever. He can help you, but don't just come out of nowhere and say, no, nah, I'm a 10. I don't care what nobody say. I don't care what you say. I am a 10. I just go help you at the end of the day. So that's not cool. Wasn't there a secondary question though on, on the guy's question? Absolutely. And oh, is it just me or do a significant number of women have a problem with the truth and only want to respond and not actually listen? Yes. <laughs> uh, people are uh people are uh, defensive by nature sometimes. Mm. And when you give them the truth, they do just want to respond and not actually hear. And that they want to um kind of put their uh like i said put a defense mechanism up and yes. stuff like that wonderful and term. they never they never even get to the truth because in their eyes there is no truth but their own right so again um they definitely don't listen a lot of different times so sometimes you got to be quiet just listen and hear someone out we don't do that <laughs> absolutely just gotta actively listen and as close as colorist thing is real but it doesn't apply to her and that to me that's the worst part because it is a real thing that does apply to people but you're using it now in a in a situation where you're literally delusional and in denial because but you also Clo, have to be very careful between a colorist and people who have a preference right, right. so i'm a guy i just prefer light-skinned women that's what i like to look at and that's not me. Let's be clear. But it doesn't mean I'm a colorist. It means that's what I like to. That's what I'm attracted to. And I think that's when I feel like that card gets played is like, well, you know, using like darkies. That's not what I like to look at. So I feel like that's not fair for people to have their own preference. Absolutely. And preference also comes down to appearance. Perhaps you want someone who's an eight and up. Right. That's Correct. just something I prefer. You know, it, it's just like right. how ladies like ha like to have their laundry list of preferences and no one says anything there. Oh, he got to be six feet. He got to have abs. He got to have this. He got to have that. Those are all your preferences, ladies. And men have their preferences as well. One of which is not dealing with women who communicate in that manner. <laughs> Agreed. And for whatever Agreed. reason, you know, women are just not used to. I guess men telling the truth or more specifically, they're not used to accepting the truth when they hear it, because I feel like we have this hypersensitive PC culture and it has become rude to tell someone the truth. And I feel like by adopting this philosophy, women are more delusional than ever. In addition to their poor listening comprehension, because they're listening with emotion, not with logic. And when you're communicating with the man, ladies, men communicate facts and data logically so if you're listening if you're listening with emotion you're already doing it incorrectly and you're setting yourself up to look like this young lady and not even know it because i'm not in that moment i'm not sure if she understood how she was looking the fact that she wasn't well first said hey banks man hop on the show man since you're in the comments but, <laughs> uh shout out to fresh banks but the fact that she wasn't taking the time to listen and and actually hear what he had to say because he never her call was wasted right right she never got to even her question of why she's calling because she spent so time, much time defending what she thinks of herself mm. and that's just and that happens a lot of times when you're not listening and defending yourself mm -hmm. and also what we said before about men a lot of times we're not allowed to have a preference we're just against a certain type of 
woman if we don't like that woman. You know, if you don't like a heavier woman, oh, you got something against back. No, I just don't like heavier woman. Not me, once again. I'm just saying. Uh, if you don't like a skinny woman, oh, so you don't got a problem with skinny. No, I just don't like skinny women. You know what I mean? Like, I can look. I have eyes. I have taste. I can look and see what I like, and it's just my preference. And I'm not a colorist. I'm not a person against any community. I'm just, just what my preference is, stuff like that. Absolutely. And sometimes you're just not into that specific person. And how they're responding to your answer is one of the many reasons why you're not interested. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, I mean, first of all, yeah, definitely. How they're responding, how they're not listening, how they're not listening with about what emotions, like Chloe just said, all of that can, I don't care. Here's the thing she thinks she's a 10 visually. I couldn't see her, but Banks says that she's not, right? But if I'm watching that video from Kevin Samuels, her responses, Already knocked her down some numbers Eesh. because of how she's responding, how she's not listening, how she's cutting them off, the way she's responding. I'm already down on her or whatever. So it don't matter what she's like anymore. So that's that's important as well. And stuff. So. Absolutely. Sass. The, the queen of sass, right? Like, right. wow. But, you know, OK, OK, ladies, you know, if that's if that's how you choose to behave, that's on you. But uh, even her responses were like ridiculous. Like, <laughs> if you look at my Instagram, you'll see I'm full of myself. Whatever she said, I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, knowing damn well she got makeup on in them Instagram picture, and they probably professionally taken. Get out of here. You know, you know what right. I, you know what I got to say to that, Big Mike. Stop the cap. <laughs> Stop the cap right now. Stop the cap. Like, come on, man, cut cut that out. Stop. Don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. Wow, thanks. <laughs> Uh, with all due respect and respectfully, Banks is being generous. Yeah, I couldn't barely see her, so I, I, I gotta go watch the video on YouTube so I can see her better. Stuff like that. But again, even by not seeing her, what was what was her ranking just on her behavior alone? Oh, I would, I would, I doubt my last. I'd have been, I see the three, if not. <laughs> I but, think she would have been an interesting debate because so that gives her a three. But I would never talk to her after that alone. And and absolutely, and and that's the thing because what some girls don't understand is that sometimes guys will accept that behavior if they actually are a ten, and right. and that's in the that's in the short term, but if right. you're going to behave like that and look like that, oh no, come on, ma'am, as Kevin would say, right? Like, come on now. And Bank says she will die alone, Photoshop and filters can't be sassy without the sexy and sweet i mean her sexy ain't that sweet Chloe. with all due respect <laughs> like i mean I, she thinks she's sexy and sweet and according to y'all she's not so i mean like <laughs> this is crazy so mm. i mean it's, it's just that it, i feel like it's somehow somewhere in her life that she was um i guess she was being viewed as she actually looks you know, according to what y'all telling me. Mm. And then somewhere in her life, somebody just said, you need to be more confident. But she took it overboard, right? And instead of keeping some uh, a pinch of realism, she took it to delusional space where it's like, you know what? I'm the best looking thing out here. I don't care what nobody say. And you got to be some sort of, real, you know, some type of realism. And as you said, defense mechanism. Yeah, and also, you know, like I said, he kept saying, "What's the world's view, not what you view?" 
stuff like that. So let's, you know, let's just answer the question. Like, you know, if I was on this, if I was him, I would say, come on, man. I couldn't even do it. <laughs> like, I couldn't even go to bed left. So that's crazy. So Banks says she wasn't I, sexy or she or like tannin and sour. Wow. Wow. I actually got to give Kevin props on that one for actually being patient and trying to, uh, and trying with her and to try to, a couple of times to get a correct answer to understand where he's coming from. So he was actually really pretty patient. Then. I'd give him some, some props for that. Absolutely. I, would have been. I mean, he, he's usually patient too. So that's why like, you know, he's trying to help you, but you just essentially waste his time. But again, you, again, that's the expression. Like when you show your ass, like, Hey, that that's on you. That's your choice. If that's what you want to do. That's how you use that yeah. opportunity. Yeah, so that's my thoughts on that video. It's interesting. I love Kevin. So, <laughs> and close says you got to know your place in society. Well, correct, exactly. That's what he was asking her. Obviously, if you're on Instagram, like you say, you see Instagram models, you see other models, you see celebrities, you see this and that. So he's asking you, amongst all the women in the entire world, what would you rate yourself? And stuff like that. Now you may get off the phone with Kevin and look in your mirror and say to yourself, "No, nah, I'm a ten. But he's not asking you that. He's asking you realistically, how do you rate against everyone else? So that's 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 what the question was. Absolutely. And just a message to the ladies out there: not being self-aware is incredibly unattractive. So you should always be self-aware. And men like people who are humble as well. I want to say mm. like we definitely want a woman to be confident, but it's a, it's a fine line between uh, confidence and can being conceited or being cocky. Right. And they all got three C's. But you have to stay on that first C if you can and try to just keep the confidence, but don't cross that line. And we like a person who's a little bit humble and stuff like that. Like if you say something like, I, um, I think I'm pretty attractive, but I know I could work on this or I whatever it is, but we like that type of humbleness. Men really do. Absolutely. And if you have all those C's, you essentially become another C word that we're not going to say on air. <laughs> but it, it, it's true, yeah. though, because what I guess what worries me, because I have younger cousins. Right. And for me, it's setting a terrifying example for the younger generation. And you're proudly displaying that behavior of, like you said, no humility. And it's the. I feel like it's a great illustration of the spoiled princess brat culture that uh, exists in the West, specifically in America. That's close to self-awareness. Absolutely. Okay, we have the second question, which is, why do women expect men to be attracted to what they are attracted to in men? And can you all and can each of you let the women in the audience know what you are attracted to so they get the message? Because as uh, we see on Kevin Samuels as well, a lot of women would be like, they'll uh, they'll say things like I have a Ph.D., as Bank said. Right. I have a Ph.D. I have this. I make six figures. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not that's not what makes you attractive to a man. We don't care. Yeah. Right. That's Kevin would always say. Yeah. <laughs> So, so Miguel, what so what do you is, care about? Well, um, what do men care about? I would say. Um, what are they attracted I mean, to? Men care. I mean, obviously, we care about looks. Let's be clear. That's not you know. That's obviously stuff like that. We care about what you can do to support us, to help us um, get where we need to be. Um, 
how much, uh, I guess for lack of a better word, how much of a burden you may cause us or how easy you make you, you make our lives. Uh, how do you help improve our quality of life? We look for uh, a partner, someone we could do things with, laugh with, have things in common with, that we can share uh, things with and do things with, like I said before, and have a wonderful time and stuff like that. We care about that. Whether you make 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, like that's not something that, because men are natural providers from the beginning. So first of all, we look at it like that. Uh, um, so that's not something that, I mean, it's, it's a good thing to say. I can be impressed because, you know, I'm a smart guy and I like school. You know what I mean? Like, wow, that's pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? But it's not really something I'm like, I, like if I'm taking, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm trying to date two different girls, I'm not like the, like the thousands don't, you know, attract me. If I'm like, you know, she makes 50, but she makes 65. Like mm. that's not going to be the thing that kind of pushes me to one way or another. I will say. Absolutely. And Banks said women use that. What was pushed on them to attract men, <laughs> but men don't care about things like that. It doesn't benefit us. Absolutely. I mean, because right. essentially you become a peer. And as we live in this, you know, feminist culture, now you become a competitor as opposed to a mate with you know and a spouse which is totally different right and as bank was saying feminine comfort stability yeah pretty in shape thank you banks right attractive like i said yeah and uh here is the meme that was sent with that question real quick What do you want a woman to bring to the table? Leave feminism, hypergamy, and women's empowerment at the door and bring submission, silence, accountability, a healthy lifestyle relative to diet and exercise, sex, peace, joy, nurturing, encouragement, time, loyalty, cleanliness, and love. <laughs> and my man is tired of answering that question. Like, duh, what else you think we want? To hear about your PhD? No. But he knows, right? He knows his answer. He knows what, it, and then nowhere in there did he say a PhD or six-figure woman or a woman who does that. He nowhere in that stuff because mm -hmm. that's not something that you know uh, that that we, we don't care about. That it's just it's just, and and I guess they think we do and stuff, but we definitely don't. So, honestly, it's weird. It's, not, it's the irony is our parents probably care about that more than we do. And I don't mean our parents for themselves. I mean our parents for us, right? right. So our parents might say to us about the girl, well, what does she do? You know, what kind of work does she do? They care about it for us, for us, but we don't care about it. Stuff. So it's a different, it's a weird situation. Absolutely. And usually parents will care about it more for the lady than the, the man, right? If you have a, if you have a son, you know, if she does all that, that sounds cool, right? But if you have a young lady, you better you you would rather the her significant other who's a dude to have that list of things like oh he's a PhD he does this he does that. And speaking of, we have KG in the building. Yo, what's going on, good fellas? How's everything? What man? up? What up? KG, what's good, bro? Got a big mic in a minute, man. How's everything? Good. Happy New Year, bro. I'm good, man. Oh, man. I ain't seen since New Year. Happy New Year to you, bro. Word, yeah, word. Annette. Shout hey, out Miss to Miss Annette in the building. That Miss Annette. Oh, man. We got to get Miss Annette back on, man. How you doing, Miss Annette? Absolutely. Yeah. And then... So, uh, I, was a little, 
I was a little behind on that, fellas. I didn't even, like, I couldn't even check on my deck. What did I miss? Follow me in. Can I jump in on what we got going on? All right. All right. So the first question we got from, uh, from a young man on social media, because he was confused about ladies. He wanted some advice. He was saying, right. why do women have an unrealistic sense of rating their appearance? And we played one of the Kevin Samuels clips of uh, the young lady saying she was a 10 when respectfully she was not. <laughs> so did you guys both uh, chime in on you with your perspectives on this? Yes. All right. So if I repeated anything you said, it's because I missed it. You're good. You're so, good. I thought... Boom, right. Um, my take on that is simple. Um, I think that it is one of those things that is a survival mechanism, like an ego, right? So long and short of it, it's <clears throat> if you are realistically a four, right, and you know that you're a four, you got to kind of like live in that. You got to like be a four, right? Nobody wants to be a four, right? We all can't win. Some of us got to lose, but in order for you to be able to be your best self, in order for you to try to get better and do more, you have to be able to build yourself up. And it's like, a, it's, it's a representative. So you tell yourself you're this, this, and the third. That's where these mantras come from, convincing yourself of this and the third, different perspectives so that you can uh, project but the reality of it is, is what it is. It's no different than uh, people who are in high school and, and they go away to college. When you go away to college, now you feel like you can create this person that you couldn't get away from because the people that you went to elementary school or grammar school and middle school and high school with, they all know who you are. You can't get that off on them. You can go away and you can recreate this whole other person, this new person now of myself it's no longer a four. I'm a seven. I'm a ten. They don't ever really believe that in their essence. Let mm. that sizzling like Country Wayne said. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's not the truth. I don't think they actually believe that. I think that that's something that, you know, just kind of what you got to do to get by. I don't think they ever really believe it. I think that when you know, like, when, like real recognize real. You know, um, I try not to really talk about it too much. But Aquarians can recognize it's just something that's innate. Like, nah, that ain't the real you. Absolutely, and I feel like usually if you're a, if you're a four, right? Usually, if you actually look at the truth in the mirror, you can actually make a change about it and perhaps call KG and go work out with KG. Because let's be honest, as gentlemen, there is an expression such as a butter head or a butter face. So if you are a four physically, you can elite, your body can be a 10 and you can earn that in the gym. So that can be your competitive advantage. And because men like, you know, the physique a lot, that's at the top of the list. If you're a four and your body's a 10, that's going to average out to a six, six and a half, seven. <laughs> you got to do the math. It balances <laughs> out. <laughs> you got to carry the one and then you won. Maybe now you're good. Yeah, and then Chloe asked, "Do men who are fours do all that self love stuff, or just women?" I think it's uh, just women. To to be completely honest, because a dude who's a four, he's he's gonna be very aware that he's a four, and he's gonna do things to elevate that level. 
Agreed. Like, so, you know what I mean? When you coming up, like, like fat dudes or something like that, you either got game, you funny, or you could dress. Like, you do what you can do. You know what I mean? A lot of fellas don't necessarily hit the gym, but they feel like they're four. But if you did, it would help the same way, I think. You use what you got to get what you need and stuff like that, correct? Yeah. Absolutely. Man, I'm a little different, yeah. And then when you become that, you know, that confident in who you are to the core, that makes you infinitely more attractive as opposed to pretending something that you're not, which just makes you look delusional. And unfortunately, as to close question, usually women opt for the latter option unfortunately and then they end up having that type of discourse with someone like kevin samuels with hundreds of thousands of people watching but whatever yeah and i think that i think i think you said the best men tend to um gain confidence and become confident and stay at that confident level which is more attractive to women women cross that line like i said before to conceited or cockiness but the number didn't change that's the problem. So, and what are you about yeah, to say, KG? Yeah, you can see right through that, but like, she don't believe that. Mm. So, you want to act like a 10. I know you're a four, so I'm going to treat you like a three and give you a proper balance. Absolutely. By the way, KG, we got a. Absolutely. And we actually have a new sound effect, a sound effect just for that. Stop the cap. <laughs> And Clodis says, I'm also bad, so bad at rating women, which makes sense because uh, some women aren't into other women. So I don't understand why women are ranking each other. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> Something I just realized recently, I think fives or sevens, apparently. And to me, that also makes sense because ladies use their feelings. Right. And they're also mm -hmm. applying the same logic they would for what makes men attractive. Like, oh, you know, she has a business. She's doing this. She's doing that. Da, 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 da. All the things that men don't even care about at all. Right. So um, something that I learned today, um, not that I learned, but I guess hearing it put into its proper words is that women tend to listen with their feelings, not with their ears. Yes. So because of that, um, a woman uh, like like say like Chloe, like she has a friend or she knows somebody. And she may know her personality or she may know, you know, background a little bit about her. She's like, she's not a five. She's she's at least a seven because of blah, blah, blah. But when you, that's not necessarily the case. <laughs> <laughs> your feelings will cloud your judgment. Your feelings are uh, the absence of logic, right? Yes. Sorry for And I, I agree with that. Uh, that that line is perfect. Fellows are the absence of, of logic and stuff like that. I don't think women in general, and I don't, and it's not a woman bashing, but sometimes um, emotions trump logic for them all the time and whatnot. So um, <laughs> I, I remember I remember getting an argument, having a, a argument with a woman. This was many many years ago, and then I said to her, you know, what well, that don't even make sense. She said it don't have to make sense. I said, what? <laughs> what are we talking for? You know what I'm saying? Where's the logic in this situation? So that's what I mean. Emotions trump logic all the time. So. It doesn't have to make sense. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That makes total sense. What? Right. As long as she believes it is true. <laughs> that's what happens. Right. So. Hence the uh, delusion, unfortunately. So maybe, maybe one day they'll come back to Earth. But as of right now, they are orbiting Saturn. 
And then the second question, KG, was why do women expect to be attracted to what they are attracted to in men? And as in, as we were talking about before, for whatever reason, they expect us to be, you know, be like, oh, they have an amazing job. She's super attractive because of that job. Oh, she has a PhD that makes you super attractive because you have that PhD. And unfortunately, they may look like Fiona from Shrek, right? But at least she has the PhD. So surely that makes her attractive, right? Well, I think what happens is they attach their sense of worth to their accomplishments if they're not physically attractive, Mm. right? Um, So if you say, hey, well, you know, you can't win in something, but you can win in this, you can't win in this arena, you can win in this arena, you give your all to that arena because you can't do anything else here. So, yeah, she's unattractive, but she's successful in her own right. So because she is self-proclaimed successful or actually is successful, then she feels like, well, then clearly I can't be four, right? Mm. Obviously, I'm a nine because I am a this or I'm a that, right? Well, that still doesn't make any sense. So Right. Yeah, and, and if you talk to those women a lot of times, listen to what they name, right, when you ask them about themselves. And they'll be like, well, I'm a nurse. Like, that's the first thing they'll say, right? They won't say, well, um, I look like this. Or this. Like, they always start with an accomplishment first to see. Like, if you say, you know, what should make a guy want to be with you? Or why are you so uh, such a catch to a guy? The first thing they will list is their job or their accomplishment because they're, I guess, um, trying to take away from the fact that maybe they don't look a certain way or other things they have about themselves are not great. So I agree with that. 100%. Absolutely. You know, I kind of, I kind of respect it. I mean, you think about it, like it's, well, I respect it's, this. I'll tell you why. Yeah. It's that's survival method, right. I mean, because yeah. at the end of the day, like you can only control what you can control. So might as well manipulate the game. You, everybody's trapping. Do your thing, right? <laughs> um, I mean, only thing I don't respect is that stuff. Like I said, for the most part, we don't care about, you know, most men. So, right, I, right, right. I, I, I do respect that their their no their their path or whatever they're trying. But I think that they're delusional in the fact that they think like if a girl says the first thing she says to you, "I'm a nurse," like. Oh, oh, oh! I thought that was my. Yeah, I thought thought that was. I was like, oh, okay, uh, Big Mike. So Claude says, if a PhD had a six-figure job, does it make a four more desirable? What does? Well, uh, that's a wonderful question, Claude. If she put the same amount of energy into that PhD that she did in the gym, because he's because she's a four, she'll probably have more uh, a better result. You have more luck in the dating round. Hold on. So, so I say yes and no to that, right? Mm. So, all right, boom, right? If she's a four, right? But she has done everything that she could possibly do, right? Now, what makes a woman a four? Right. As we say in talking to three minutes, we're talking about like physical. Right. We're not necessarily talking about her personality. We're not necessarily considering or weighing in on her, on her intellect. We're not really looking at her potential. We're not really looking at 
are intangibles, right? We're looking at physically, like, eh. And respectfully, we can say that that has a generic uh, perspective, right? Mm. So we may all like different types of women, but we would generally all agree, like, no, she's bad. You know what I mean? The thing about this is that um, when we talk about it in such a, a wide range, we take away the parts that the women give the most credit to. So in this conversation, we're looking at it and we're saying she's a four, she got a PhD, she get money, she's still a four. She is technically still a four, there's just no arguing that. I guess what we are neglecting is that she could have other things, she could have other intrinsic values that for a specific individual don't make her a four. No, we're, we're not neglecting it. Uh, that's actually the answer to Chloe's question, right? So if she has a PhD and six-figure job doesn't make her more desire. What does? Those other intangibles. So so you're, you're correct. So if she's a person who will take care of the man that she's with, if she's a person who, whatever, cooks, cleans, uh, take care of all your sexual desires, uh, take care of your kids, the house, whatever, all those other intangibles is what will make her more desirable. But the PhD is not what's making her more desirable. Mm. And if you look at the question, she posed it as what I would think how a woman will look at it. A PhD in a six-figure job. That's not something that we go, oh, she has a PhD in a we don't look at it that way. It's not, it doesn't, it doesn't transfer from a woman's perspective to a man's perspective. I agree. That's cool. It's not a bad thing, but that doesn't make her more attractive because she has uh she has education and she makes decent money. Actually, I'm gonna tell you what, if the chick is busted and she's talking about the PhD and <laughs> six figure job, what the dude might do is try to uh play up to the fact that she's busted and use it for the money and stuff like that. What I see in a lot of cases and stuff like that. Nah, I mean, you start telling her how beautiful she is, which she obviously ain't being told that a lot. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't see this or whatever. Yeah, and they'll be like, it's, it's not a, it's like, not a lie. Huh? It's true. It's true. Right? It's, not lying. it's true. This is real. Stuff. Yes. Yeah. And that'd be the one who's sleeping in your house for free. You helping uh, co sign for a car, right? Uh, the ones that you're giving money to, bailing out of jail. Those are the ones because you let with that. So he's going to use that. He's going to use that against you because that's what you like. I'm telling you, like, oh no, you're definitely not lying at all. So she will get some attention, but it's not the attention that's good for her. You see that at the bottom there, Big Mike? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's stepping up. This, this 21, Josh, is, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I, <like laughs> she, I appreciate that, fellas. And E-Money says, shout out to E-Money. E-Money, if you want to join, the link is in the description, by the way. If she has a PhD in a flat ass, she a dub. <laughs> Damn. I mean, I, I wish that there was a way for us to, like, have, like, a uh, translator app. Right, <laughs> something that a woman says that can translate to a man's perspective, and something that a man says that translates to a woman's perspective. Exactly. Right. Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> uh, nah, real talk or whatever. A, a, a real man, KG, even though this, who handle his own business, make his own money, and take care of himself, he's not attracted to the money part. So, I, you know, a woman could offer you, listen, you, you can stay here rent free. Um, I'll buy you the set in the third. 
But if you're not into her, the money ain't gonna mean nothing to you. Stuff like that. It's either the other intangibles or or or, or plus who's attractive. But the money part, it, it doesn't matter. I don't know about the rent free part. <laughs> the rest of that, the rest of it, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. We gang on that. Well, are you okay? So are you are you gonna go stay there with the girl you're not attracted to and that you're not into just because you? Well, make- I thought you were talking about she coming to my house. I'm like, hold on, everybody eat, everybody contributes. That's just the rules in my house. You know no, 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 I'm, I'm saying, not, no, 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 no. I'm saying if the woman who makes money offer you to stay rent free, are you gonna say that? Even oh, I, would, I would never do that. I would never. Right. Do that. Right, that's what I'm telling you. So the money not not doing it for you. That's my point I'm making. And then the uh, the second part of the question, KG, was can you all let women know what you are attracted to so they get the message? So things like you know submission, and this is just this is just like a, a general a general list, right? For for the ladies, for the ladies' benefit, things like submission, okay. Okay. silence, emotional balance, self awareness, lack of drama accountability, a healthy fitness lifestyle with clean nutrition and regular exercise, a rocking body that is natural, or, you know, for some dudes like the plastic, but, you know, I, for me, I'll say natural accountability for sure. That's probably at the top of the list. Uh, mind blowing coitus and fellatio. Duh. Peace. Man, you're, you're, you're really building it up. You're, you're, you're built, like building. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, peace joy cooperation collaboration an active listener nurturing encouraging respects my time and attention right loyalty and honesty i feel like that goes without saying but i'll say it anyway cleanliness love and being realistic most importantly do not talk my ears off do not be abrasive combative or argumentative and as a as a, I guess I'll speak for gentlemen who are single, right, and who may not have kids, prefer you to not be a parent. Okay, can I add on to that? Please do, absolutely. Um, have a presence, like be aware Ooh. of your presence, energy, right? Yes. Um, be ambitious. Um, have a have a healthy sex drive, right? Mm. Um. Be like own and be aware of your feminine energy, right? Because that's what we're attracted to. Uh, did you say cook? Because man, oh yeah, cook. that. Thank you, KG. Yes, please. Oh, you know what? She's a four, but oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hungry right now. You know what I mean? Um, I say things that uh, like I like to pay attention to the details. I think the details say a lot. So um, I know you mentioned hygiene, but how she takes like her fingernails, her hair, her toenails, like the way she smells. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the style. Uh, and um, if she could, if you could like sprinkle some freak in there too, like some stone cold. Like oh shit yeah bring a little bit of that on top of that yeah the girls yeah. uh the, the girls keep, keeping the change huh KJ word word like after after the, and you had something to eat too you be like I told them I was gonna join the podcast <laughs> I'm not doing that movie camera word oh this dude you be like man. <laughs> 
They said she a fool. They don't know what they miss. <laughs> Word, word. What she do behind like, closed doors? I'd make her eight at least. <laughs> so Club Diz asks, so men are okay with dating a bro chick with no goals or ambitions? That's not what you said. Not, yeah. Yeah, not what said that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like it's, it's not like uh, zero or a hundred. It's, it's, it's in between. What we're saying, Chloe, is that the girl who just comes and says, I make 80000 whatever you want to say or whatever like that, that's not attracting to us. But we also don't want a girl who, like, I'm on welfare and I ain't trying to get no job. Obviously not. So, no, we're not saying that. Yo, I, I asked my man, right, so um, he does very well for himself, right? Um, I said, we, you know, we G-Ride, we, we chilling. I said, would you, would you, if she was bad, if she was bad, would you deal with a chick that worked at the like the Taco Bell or the McDonald's or something like that. You know what I mean? She she batted in a two-year-old, but she don't got no bread. She don't have any children, but she don't got nothing going for herself. She just a shell. Would you do it? Question to the fellas. Oh, uh, for me, yes. Yeah. Why? Because I feel like ambition and all those other traits can be learned because some people don't have ambition because they've never been around anyone ambitious or hardworking. And at the very minimum, at least she's working at that McDonald's or, you know, Taco Bell or whatever. And the other things I feel like you can you could definitely work on. What do you say, man? Nah, you got to at least be the manager of the Taco Bell or McDonald's. Like, I can't be messing with the part-time drive-thru chick or whatever. That's just nothing I, um, I can't do. Not to say that I care about what she makes, but, you know, how long you been there? You know what I mean? Like, like I, I, things like that will let me know if you had ambition or not. Um, and uh, so, nah. And, 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 and again, if I'm dating somebody, you know, I want to put a variable into it. No. Nah, nah. You work there, nah, nah. Stop the cap. <laughs> Stop the cap right now. Stop the cap. Yeah, okay, Mike. Whatever bro, you say, bro. Listen, are, are you saying would I smash? Yes, I'm a smash. Would I mess with her for years? We know that always stands true. That is absolutely true. You cannot learn beauty. You have a bad one like she be like, yo. You can't teach that. You can't learn it. You either do or you do not. You're not going to be it, right? If she has all of these intangibles, she's awesome. The food is cooking. You ain't say all that. All you said was pretty. No, no, hear me out. Hear me out. This is separate shit, right? All so right, all right. What I'm saying is you can't teach. You can't teach attraction, right? Like you can't. Like the physical, it is what it is, right? That will fade, but hear me out, right? Mm-hmm. What we know is that we can't. You can't learn beauty like you you can't like it just is what it is right a lot of those things can be learned but you can't learn that the thing about the four that i mentioned like oh she has all of these things this is a separate thing right she has all of these intangibles that are just amazing right but inevitably anything with tires or tits will give you problems right so at some point she's going to aggravate you Uh, arguing with a four is only going to happen once it's twice. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Arguing with, a, arguing with a baddie depends on the other stuff. You know what I'm saying? So 
that was the conversation that we had. Now, I still have not come to a conclusion on this because yeah. I, agree with, I agree with Mike. You know what I mean? Like, we're talking about on a one and done. There's really not a whole lot of dialogue. Right. That Right, correct. Something, then it really depends on her aptitude for being able to process the things that I can give her. And correct. that's where you, uh, but is she bad, bad, bad? Like, you don't run into that. Come on, fellas. Let's, what if she bad? It. Hold on. What if she bad, bad, bad? But she, like, honestly, that's all I want to do. Like, I, I like it's easy. I like working at Taco Bell. I get free tacos. Shit. I'm good. Like, how would you feel about that? Listen. Listen, you can lead them to the water, and sometimes you can make them think. You just, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know you're a leader, and you can get a leader to follow you. you know okay. Sometimes you got, yo, you're going to miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Sometimes you can be like, yo, I can't. I got to see what that is. I got to Absolutely. And I've had... Oh, close. I got to pass those good genes on you. Feel me? Hashtag no cap, Chloe. Okay, Chloe. But I feel like I, say, I, I ain't say knock it though. Weekend is early. Yeah, ain't no one. Say, ain't no one says shoot the club up, Chloe. Hold, hold, hold on now. I mean, I'm. I, I, I feel I'm her energy. Yeah, but I I, listen, I, I, I'm good for playing the long game. I don't mind that. So I'm gonna play the long game. I'm gonna smash and mess with you, keep you around. And when I start seeing some more of that ambition, then I'll make you white <laughs> after that or whatever. Because like I feel like, all right, gentlemen, with all due respect, as E Money said, right. Because I got the money, I got the ambition. So her being around me more is going yeah. to rub off on her. Because usually ladies will adopt a lot of their mans or whoever do they messing with the most. A lot of their mannerisms, a lot of their ambitions, a lot of their mentalities and philosophies. So I feel like that that would just be transferred to her, right? So essentially it's like Yo. mentorship. Yo, it's 100%, but you got to be careful, right? Mm. That's a two-way street. Right. You feel me? So she's attracted to your light and you're attracted to hers. But if she's picking up your habit, then you're going to pick up some of hers. Right. So it really depends. You know what I mean? It, it really depends on the call that she got from. If she's just a little stupid, like she don't have a high capacity, it's a lot of things that you can still teach her and help her with. You know what I mean? If there's loyalty built within her and still there, you could work with that. You know what I mean? But if mm. she don't have no sense of self, no sense of value, she's all of her worth is tied to her beauty, you gotta let that rock. And, and so that's why gotta, I want to bring other variables in. And you gotta pass that on. And that's why I want to bring other variables in to make it difficult. But how old is this girl? Like, well, like I gotta help her grow. <laughs> she's 30 years old. The fuck she's been doing this whole time. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like like Miss Ness said, uh uh. A man who helps grows women is a hundred, right? I agree. I but what she been doing for the last ten years? Like, I need, I need answers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this. Um, I saw this clip. Um, they asked a question and said, uh, and I'll ask you guys our answer to. Um, in a relationship, is a healthy relationship supposed to be 50 50-50 on what though? <laughs> It's not a trap question. I'm not tricking you. No, I know what you're saying. 50 50, like, as far as me helping you grow, as far as like money, bills, what you mean 50 50? Emotional support? In a relationship. In a relationship. Like, should it be? I mean, everybody say, yo, we got to be 50 50 on this. Like, everybody, you get your 50, I get my 50, you make it 100. You agree or you disagree with that? No, I don't agree. I I think a man should, uh, if a man's leading, 
that's supposed to lead, he should take more of the burden and to be able and, and, and that like gives him that that that's that's why that's part of his leadership, I feel like. So no, I don't so agree with that. What percentage would you give? Uh <laughs> I mean <laughs> I, I could see as much as even 70 30. Mm. You know, okay. 60, 40, 70, 30, 70, 30, I go with, yeah, 70, 30. Yeah, for, what, what about you, for me, I'm doing 60, 40 with the, the man's leadership. Because to me, I know a lot of ladies who have their, you know, their ish together. They really do want to contribute. So I feel like that 40% is going to be a pivotal 40% for the teamwork and the collaboration of that unit. That's just how I see it. All right. So here, here's my perspective. I gave it some thought. Way I see it is simple. It's right. Like you said, uh, missing that points out. A man who helps grow his woman is on right? So when we all took the perspective, like, yo, if you stand up, dude, dot, 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 right? My perspective is this, right? When you get with a woman, if this is the woman you decide you want to build with, you already did your homework, you do diligence to make sure she has these traits and these qualities. So we're going to put that aside. We're not going to throw a wrench in the game and now she'll rattle a booger or something like that, right? You know, we're going to, this is a solid woman we're talking about, right? My perspective is you give a hundred. You give a hundred. She give a hundred. Because game mm. is if you give the shirt off your back. If you give the shirt off your back, you get a shirt back. If you give a hundred and she gave a hundred, y'all both get a hundred. And you don't ever gotta be like, oh nah, I paid the last three times. Oh, I'm doing this. So why I'm always the one teaching you? You give them a hundred. And then if you get somebody that's a hundred, y'all good. Mm. That's my take. But you got to be able to do the early part. You got to ask her how many people she slept with. You know what I'm talking about? So if you, know, if, you know, if you know her pedigree, right, then now you can say, I'm comfortable enough. We're, we're done dating. I'm going to give you my energy. And then you give it all. And she should do the same thing. And then that's when you win. Now you, that was ball game. You know what I'm talking about? Word. That's my take, though. I mean, you know. Yeah, I could. I, I get the I get the hundred and hundred thing. I mean, I guess you know I understand what you're coming from. The asking where you set, but you know I ain't doing that. But I get the hundred and hundred thing. So, and it's like because it's always gonna be the the, the back and forth. It's always gonna be yeah. You know, the thing, right. the key the key to it is being able to recognize that that person is not giving you your hundred. Right. And then that's when you fall back. You know what I mean? Like if yo, I gave you everything that I I'm, I'm giving. I'm giving my all to, and if you can't do the same, it's curtains. But that's for the next level. We're not, that's not dating stuff. You don't do that when you date. Word. And Miss Annette says men are supposed to lead with honor and respect. You have to be able to teach your woman, and hopefully she is teachable. Right? She's coachable. Because uh, unfortunately, as we see, uh, well, I guess in our generation, I can't speak for other generations. They tend to be combative, abrasive, and argumentative. And you simply cannot tell them nothing because they have PhDs, they're queens, they're this and that, and they're tens when they actually are fours. So, I, again, I don't know how I can teach someone who can't even be honest with themselves. Well, in that case, <laughs> I mean, that's a death. But I agree. <laughs> I agree with Josh 100%. You have to be men should teach. Men should lead, but uh, women have to want to be led, and they have to be teachable. Mm. So it's a two-way street, no matter how you how you look at it. Either way. So. Yo, you ever soak up game from a female? 
It's hard to take beat from a female. It's hard to do it, right? But I tell you what, once you do it, if you run across a woman that can put you on a game, that can teach you something, mm-hmm. that's some stock to keep. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. You're going to get yeah. dividends on that. Those are hard to come by. You almost got to make them. I think it's the way that uh, that KG phrased the question. Like we only thought it was a uh, like a out of, out of a hundred. So I, I appreciate how he answered the question. Like yes, everyone give a hundred, but in terms of the dynamics of the relationship, who should lead? It should be like sixty forty. But it was I feel like it was the way he phrased the question. So it makes sense, and I appreciate his answer as well. So um, I don't know if you guys want to take a shot at closed questions. So men don't give a hundred when they're dating. I say no. Like that's something that's you know what I mean? Like I feel yeah. like that's a, it's, I feel like it's on a progressive scale, but I feel like it should be a progressive scale for both the man and the woman. Yeah, I you think know it know builds I mean? up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It builds up if in my opinion, if it's off by one person's right out the gate giving a hundred, like it's weird. You know what I mean? And and um man. It almost is like I'm ready to give you 100% of me, you know what I mean, at a certain point. Not that you actually say that, but like you said, it builds up. And in the beginning dating stages, you might, start, like you said, start with 30, 35, 40. But as you get to a certain point, you're like, I'm ready to give you 100% of me. So no, Chloe, when you're first dating, why would you? You don't, you don't fully know. You know, it's like you, you don't know exactly if it's going to be that person you're going to be with. So why would you give all this to them? stuff like that i agree with kg absolutely and because you don't even know if they're worth that energy yet number one number two i feel like in a very self-aware way you can only give yourself fully a hundred percent because the other person depending on the stage of relationship might not be able to handle and or understand the full 100 of yourself because they don't know you that well that just comes with time right the same way the same way you had to learn yourself that takes time so the other person is going to have to learn you in order to actually receive that full 100. they might feel overwhelmed initially if you're doing it too early in a relationship and it also doesn't lead to um them feeling like they got to a certain level with you if you're doing it all so early then what are we leading to or whatever i think you're leading to a stage five clinger alert because <laughs> <laughs> i can see that too 100 <laughs> Absolutely. And I think uh, KG just hopped out to hop back in because the internet was a little choppy there. And the boss says, you raise her up right, loyalty, love, and respect for life. You earn and learn together. Trust you will know her when you see her. Very wise. Very wise. Yeah, we go back to that, Josh. So. Oh. Raise the right ones you learn. Uh, the you know when you see it. Um, I definitely agree with that. That part that you raise her upright. That's why, you know, uh, it's about uh, it's, uh, her age and where she's at in life and her history. To KG's point, not the sexual, but other point plays a part in that because it's hard, as you know, with anybody, it's hard to raise somebody who thinks they've been raised already. So if they get to a certain age, like, nah, I done had these relationships. I done been through this. Ain't nothing you could tell me, bro. I done had a man for eight years or whatever it is, stuff like that. Then it's like you can't put your stamp on her because she's like, I'm not trying to hear it. 
as to your point, Josh, about not listening or not letting the man lead. So absolutely. And usually when I hear language like that, I respond like this. That's enough. Don't call us, we'll call you. Thank you. Uh, uh, the gold. It sure is. <laughs> and Claude says so so too early when it's t- uh people that date for like the four plus years. No, not at all. If you've been it's too early when it's people that date for like I missed the question. Can I sorry, I had to come down I had to come downstairs for the internet. Oh yeah, you're good. So men don't give a hundred percent when dating. We we got into that part. I saw something about four years. Right. That was, the second part was the next question. So it's too early if they were dating already four years. Like too early to yeah. give a hundred percent. No, I don't think so. I you in a relationship for four years, if you ain't giving a hundred at that point, what I don't know. This is slow scale, like <laughs> you know what I mean? This is real progressive. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I feel like a lot of times it's, it's really just chemistry, man. Sometimes it click and it, sometimes it don't. People don't communicate what they expect. Like so it's like mm. I guess uh unspoken um expectations just create um it's like I don't know, premeditated resentment. Yeah. yeah, I agree. If it's that long and, and we're not both giving a hundred at that time, then what are we doing at that mm. point? Why are we even still dating in four years or whatever? What are we doing? Like I'm I'm confused about that question a little bit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you saying, Mike? What you doing? No, what I'm saying is that why are we not in a more committed? We got to be married, but why are we not in a more committed relationship after that long period or whatever? Like, Wait, how you get more committed than a relationship if you're not married? She didn't say, but she said dating though. She said when people date for like four years or whatnot. So I guess I guess if you're four years, I I just automatically assume relationship. Sometimes you don't know, bro. <laughs> Sometimes people can still be playing the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You're right. That was my bad. You're right. You're right. I was, I was slipping on that one. You're right. I think the uh, term is entanglement. This is an entanglement. Yeah, this is this is true. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That was me. I, I messed up. <laughs> I was just saying. All right. And the uh, final question from the fellas who want to know more about the ladies. What is the best way to know if a girl actually likes you or is wasting your time for a free meal or to be her time hoe? And the meme that goes along with this question is right here. Um. Here's how you learn how to make your man uh, like you and desire what you want, which is love. All right. Equate how you feel about your vagina to how we feel about our time and our space. You understand? What we have to do to get busy, the things we have to do. Now, I can't fuck you against your will. You got to desire to want to fuck me. If I fuck you against your will, that's rape. Now, if I'm on the phone and I say, look, I got to go, and you say, well, I ain't got there you go. I want to talk to you some more. But you are raping my t- time. You are taking something from me. No means no, bitch. I said I don't gotta go. Exactly. Well, that's pretty accurate. You ever have that? Like. 
you ever have a t- so for the fellas that asked that question, like how do you know? I was about to go off on a tangent. Let me let me make sure I dial it. Let me wait, 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 wait. Let me answer Chloe. No, it's not. Yeah, it's definitely not at all. <laughs> and unfortunately, ladies, please listen to this. Some of you all are assuming dating is a relationship when it isn't. Correct. Because there's no formal conversation about the relationship. I mean, the term relationship in terms of the actual definition, like, oh, yes, you have a relationship with this person in terms of that's a dating. Like you have a relationship with your people, like with your coworkers at work. You have that type of relationship. But that actual dating relationship, it needs to have a formal conversation. And unfortunately, ladies have that conversation with themselves as opposed to that other person. Correct. It's not a relationship. So. Did you cheat on me? Like cheat on you? you we're not like together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Had to have had to have before to me. Not to cheat on your part, but where a girl told me like she was like I was telling my cousins about about my boyfriend. I said what boyfriend? Yeah, what boyfriend? <laughs> who who this? Like oh, you, was like, you ain't telling me you was in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was like what? What if we had this conversation? Was I there? <laughs> like I was. My cousin saw you at the mall or something. I was like, so? Right. And the thing is, and the thing is, fellas, I would admit that weaker men will go along with that and not and not correct them because that because this is something that they've done before and it worked. So if you be like, oh, if you respond the way that y'all gentlemen just respond, you can just look at their face and be like, oh, he didn't fall for it. Damn it. I'm going to give you some free game. Most people won't do this. I'm going to tell you straight up. For the fellas, beat them to the conversation. Mm. Most women want to have the conversation about what are we. Tell her what you are well before she gets ready to ask Mm. what are we. This way, there's nothing to talk about. The conversation (laughs) will only come up when there is an expected change in the process. Mm. In that case... You have already stated your piece. And if you want to make a change, you have the freedom to do it. If you initiate the conversation, which is a very unpopular perspective, if you initiate the conversation, the ball has now been placed in your court. You are playing offense while playing defense. Mm. Be the person to say, hey, yo, I like you this in third. This is how I want to move forward with it. Like at this point, like, are you good with it? Don't make it permanent. Blanket statement. She'll sign off on pretty much whatever early in the game and then um you know i agree women like to uh chase titles and men like to avoid them that's a good call <laughs> instead, of, instead of avoiding it just go ahead head on and say nah that's what we are <laughs> right now so beat him to the punch absolutely right. and as they say you want to fight if you if you hit them first <laughs> <laughs> as they say uh ladies are the gatekeepers to coitus men are the gatekeepers to relationships and Clodis says what i'm saying is while you are in a relationship you are supposed to give a hundred percent correct or where were y'all saying you're not supposed to give a hundred until marriage nah, i was saying like when a relationship is a is a you know it's agreed that it's an actual relationship. Stand up dudes supposed to stand up and do right. Right. You don't need to be married to do that. Mm, facts. Correct. Oh no, Oh snap! 
Damn, Chloe. I didn't know you was capping, though. Damn. I'm sorry. What was your last question again, Josh? I forgot. We were talking about Chloe. Just... Oh, we did. Uh, did we get there yet? Oh, I'll I'll say it again. But uh, the boss says, "So tell her where you're at from the door." But again, uh, that's what we were saying, boss. Because if you're a hundred from the beginning in our generation, you can actually put someone off because you're being too. You're putting yourself out there too much. So ask her what she wants, what she's looking for. Otherwise, it's all game. Then somebody got to come back, come pick up their feelings. I mean, and at the same time, boss, if we're being completely honest, as we talked about earlier in the show, sometimes, well, I would say most of the time, ladies will listen emotionally and without logic. So you can have all these conversations. But if she feels like you guys are more than what it is, the feelings are already there. So it doesn't matter what conversation you had. She'll still feel as the victim. So she'll be like, oh, all guys are the same, da-da-da-da-da, even if you communicated those points. But if you had the conversation first, then you're not at fault, right? Because Mm. at the end of the day, we're all responsible and we're supposed to be accountable for ourselves and our actions, right? So if I say, hey, this is what we are, this is how I want to move forward, are we on the same page, and you agree, then you take your feelings and you move forward with it, having conversations in your head. I'm comfortable with that because I know what we agreed on. <laughs> Make sense? Mm-hmm. Now, if you're in a relationship, I think that the approach and the, the process is completely different, but that's not this. Yeah, and even though ask her what she want, what she's looking for, I mean, that's I definitely agree with that. But on the flip side or whatever, how many men actually wind up in a relationship who were looking for a relationship? Correct. Right? Most of the time, the men going to say, nah, I'm looking for one. He still wound up in one, regardless. Stuff like that. So, I think that whole... Think about it, KG. How many men wind up in a relationship who was looking for a relationship? It's very I, rare. So, I was trying to think of any people that I've met that were like, any brothers is like, you know what? I really want to be in a relationship. Right. I, <laughs> like, I, I guess that's why I was like, have I ever thought that to myself? Like, you know what? I really want, I want a relationship. And like, I don't think. That- exactly. And I think you guys are answering the point because usually it's the gentlemen who aren't successful with the ladies who are saying that they are looking for relationships, not the gentlemen who are successful ladies, the gentlemen who have not experienced success with the ladies are looking for those type of relationships from, from the, from the door. Yes. Red flag for me. If a man is too forward about marriage or especially the first date or early seems like game and sketchy. Welcome to the millennials. <laughs> it's a little sketchy. I, I will say that for sure. I don't know if I follow. I don't think I follow if if he's too forward about marriage or especially the first date. What does that mean? Maybe if you talk about marriage on the first date, I would assume she's saying. Oh, 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 oh. So definitely a little sketchy if you talk about marriage on the first date. I agree. So, so. Um. I think it depends on the perspective that you talk about because I'll talk about sex on the first date. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not marriage, though. Like well, I talk about marriage too. Like, I don't stray away from any particular topic. It's just, 
you have to be aware of how you're perceived. Not necessarily what you say, because people don't always understand what you say. It's not, even though you're only responsible for what you said, you still have to be aware of what they hear. It's weird. Agreed. But Agreed. But just like man. a guy don't really say I want a relationship on a first date, most guys, a guy don't say I'm looking for a wife either. Like, I mean, there are guys who do it, but as Josh said, those are the ones who are mostly not successful or something like that. So I feel like it's very rare. And to your follow-up question, Mike, the question was, what is the best way to know if a girl actually likes you or is wasting her time for a free meal or to be her time ho? Mm. Well, I'll take the opposite approach. So the best way to know if she is wasting your time or for a free meal is by her actions throughout the whole courting process and stuff like that. I mean, obviously, you might go on that first date or whatever, but you can be able to tell the vibes from the first date right there and there and stuff like that. Um, how much she's laughing at your jokes. Mm. Did she um, give you any type of physical contact? What happened at the end of that date? Obviously, and stuff like that. If if, if that date don't have good good vibes and a good outcome, if she call you again like, hey, you know what? I've been wanting some uh, P.F. Changs or whatever like that. Then you know she's just trying to get these free meals out of you and stuff like that. So you got to take it from that first date to see what she actually is. And then you should not do it. But if you do a second date and you still don't have great rapport, great vibes, and don't smash or whatever, and then she call you again for the damn uh, restaurant, come on, bro. I mean, I'm just saying, that's on you again. Thank you, KG. Oh, yeah, like, hold, bro. All right, so first, what I was going to say was uh, you can tell if she's wasting your time or not if you're sleeping with her. Like, but date after dinner, date after dinner, date don't really make somebody do that. Who do that? Don't do that. If you're doing that, she is wasting your time, and so are you. Don't be that guy. <clears throat> don't get me wrong. You should date. It's nothing wrong with dating. It's nothing wrong with going out on a date. But you get to determine what a date is. That's true, a too. Date, you know what I mean? <clears throat> And, and you know what? I'll take it back even further. I, I, I'm tripping, Josh. I'm sorry. I'll take it back even further. <laughs> even before, hold on. Even before you get on that first date, you gonna know if it's just for a free meal. Thank you, Miguel. By the conversation. Thank you, Miguel. <laughs> by the text messages, if she's barely talking to you, but so you talk about well, um, you know, when you free at seven on Friday, now she respond. Oh yeah, seven o'clock. I'll be ready. Like, but any other time, she really talk to you. Nah, she's want a free meal. Absolutely. Or if you have conversations yeah. like this, I need the same time before sex, and then I need it separately from sex. Sex without hair is like a sandwich with no bread. I think in most cases, that. yeah, I think in most cases, like the first date, you're more or less like you're in the. 80 to 100 percent whether you know you're gonna smack or not mm. right because if you honestly if you do it right you kind of y'all building y'all chopping it up you you getting her laughing you getting her talking the first like if once you meet her the first date date like official hey we're gonna have dinner like you know like we also talk about what we're doing after like you, you know what I mean? Like, that's like, you know, you know, you know, 
And no, I know. So that's my point. Like, if she's not uh, trying to hear that or talk about none of that, or she's just really only don't talking go. about yeah, yeah, don't go. She always trying to get a female. Absolutely. As Chris B says, shout out to Chris. If there's no chemistry and you're giving but no connection, then it's definitely that obvious. Absolutely. 100%. And then uh, I would add before we move topics, I would say if she doesn't. <laughs> wow. If she doesn't dump her emotions on you as soon as you speak to her, pick up the phone, because if she's doing that before the date, then you're headed to the friend zone already. Like if she again, if she's using you as an emotional tampon, let's say uh, if she respects your time, then you're you're looking you're looking good. Right. If she responds to your sexual advances in a positive way, i.e. flirting, especially before the date. So she understands it's a man to woman interaction. Then, you know, she's not wasting your time. Also, if she's compliant with your request. Yo, what are you wearing right now? Send me a picture. That's that's always a great solution right there and she doesn't become combative abrasive or argumentative because she's down with your program yeah if you throw out um that's what i always say man like early in the situation throw out sexual innuendos mm. or whatever see how they respond to that stuff or whatever like don't feel shy about it don't feel like you're doing it too early because if she's feeling you she's gonna go along with it but if she's not she's gonna shut you down quick and again, I'm like KG. Don't go. No, <laughs> so, and, and and you know what? Like, even if you're uncomfortable, like, however you think, whatever you're thinking, don't filter it. Say that shit. Like, say it however you think it. Mm. And if it rubs it the wrong way, you're not gonna crack. Exactly. It's not gonna move forward. And if it lands and she's okay with it, like, I mean, like, you know, there's ranges. Look, let's not be ridiculous, but. If you think something you want to say, say. You want a question you got to you want to ask, say it. You think something funny, say it. If she's on board with it, you know it's all go. Absolutely. If and she react uncomfortable with it, so. Absolutely, and I would ask, actually add to that to that wisdom, KG. If she if you say something and it does rub her the wrong way, she might be testing you to see how you react to her emotions. Because if you actually pass that test, let's say, and don't lose your frame, you don't become emotional, you don't apologize because you meant that shit, right? Then you actually might rub her the right way. Yeah, I, well, I clarify. Like, if I say something like that and a girl laughs, are you crazy? No, I, I meant what I said. Just be clear. <laughs> Yo, you know what? I, I tried to have a flashback a long time ago. You ever have a flashback of an approach? I suggest you try this, right? It depends on the type of woman. Be f straight up from the door. Like, yo, you, you you look this way. I think this way about you. What's up? <laughs> straight to it. I'm telling you, it sounds like, like, wow, you going to get right to it? Yes. Yep. Right. I mean, How do you feel about literally, why else would I be there? You think I was going to waste my time just to hear you speak? Come on. You know what it reminds me of, Mike? You remember in the dark night with, uh, was it Falcone? And he's in the club with that young hot chick. He's like, she was like, oh, can we go someplace so I can so we can actually hear each other speak? And he was like, what makes you think I want to hear you speak? <laughs> oh, 
I've done that on several occasions, you know, on the first date, be like, um, so what you want for breakfast? I'll take <laughs> Okay, Miguel. <laughs> how you like your how you like your eggs, girl? Oh I right. I see you, Miguel. I'm telling you. And when she say, Well, I like some pancakes, eggs, like you already know by the way, I think and we you have know, you know, yeah, y'all should write that one down. That's that's decent. I agree. I agree. That's that is masterful. By the way, I think we have no cap clo in the building to for the second question from the ladies who are seeking long term commitment. Hey guys, what's up? Oh, what's up, no cap? I am here. I am not on video for other reasons because my internet sucks, but I'm here, so I'm a moderate virtually. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, gentlemen. So, as Josh explained, these are questions from women seeking long-term commitment. So, the first question is, Bella's, are you supposed to remain consistent even if it seems like she doesn't like you? Will she eventually give in? Can I have some context? Yes, please. Chloe. Um, so let's say you hit up a chick and it doesn't necessarily appear at the first, you know, interaction that you're like that she's into you per se. You know, kinda like the old saying, the squeaky the squeaky will gets the oil. So do you give men advice that they're supposed to remain consistent even if it seems at first she doesn't like them? Or and that she'll eventually give in, or should they keep it moving? Keep it moving. Definitely keep it moving, or else you're going to be Fonsworth Simpleton. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say play the long game, but still do you on the side. That's fair. So yeah. So not so don't be deterred, but don't change your regular patterns for the girl who's not into you at the, at the, in the beginning. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's what keep it moving means. Just keep moving on with your life. But if she comes around and she's down for the pound, then that's different. But I'm not going to I'm not going to go out of my way. And the dude should not go out of his way to accommodate that uh, lack of interest. Even if she's playing hard to get. I know some girls can be shy. They're fragile. They don't like rejection, whatever. But you know what you want. So when you're ready and you are aware of what you want, then you can let me know. But we're not going to play you know ring around the rosy till you figure it out i think it should be stated just like that but anything else is just unacceptable i mean mm. if you know if you express interest and she she's clearly uninterested like then what else are you doing you're going to be saved as free food like what's your <laughs> i don't you know, know I, mean? I gotta disagree i've I seen it work too many times like like i said still do you want to side but i'm the type be like okay but trust me it's, it's gonna happen I done told women that, and you know, whatever time done passed, it done happen and stuff like that. Now I'm living my life. I'm not like um, stop at her doorstep with flowers, of course, like that every day either. But it's just slowly, slowly, you know, say whatever, make her laugh. Do eventually, it just wears down. So I would not say just totally keep it moving. I'll say keep it open, but don't also put your focus on there. That's what I would say. So, so Mike, you playing a friend zone? <laughs> I, 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 I'll play. No, listen, listen. Let me answer. 
again, because I have other extracurricular activities <laughs> right, going on, I'll play the friend zone with that particular person while I'm waiting to get to the zone I want to be in because I, I got other stuff going on. So I'm fine with that. Yeah. I mean, but how does, how do you, like, we're, like, it's, that's not really a long game. Like, that's more like a bet. It's not, not looking for ROI at that point. It's more like hope because you're not in control of it. You, no, you're you know in control. I mean? You're always in control. I feel like. All right. I mean, it, it's fair. I think that is fair. I, I think it's healthy for us to have a difference of opinion. So depending yeah. on the person, whoever, whatever gentleman, whoever it is, like, base that on your personality. You know what I mean? Like, if you feel like you can weather that storm, then do that. You know what I mean? Like, if you have time to pursue her and then still deal with them and you still are on your purpose, then do that. But you, my thing is that, you know, you can only get one thing at a time. So if you're chasing one thing, the other thing's getting away. So in the interest of hindsight, like looking back on it, nah, man, focus on you. But they say, uh, focus on yourself, King. Okay? I'm talking about that's mm. my take. I that, understand what you're saying, though, because it could spin around, but I just wouldn't bet. Always that. focus on you, no matter what. Always focus on you. But I'm saying I wouldn't just say – I wouldn't just dead it, I would say, or whatever. Because I don't know. I, I get a sense of accomplishment when I finally get – or whatever. I like to plant seeds and watch them grow or whatever. That's just me. Oh, like a 40-year-old version with uh, Seth Rogen's analogy. <laughs> okay, I got you. Right, 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 right. That's just, that's just me. <laughs> so I get a little satisfaction. Like, I told you this was going to happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just. So. Okay. So, moving on. Question number two. And this question um, was circulating on the internet. Um, so, you guys may have seen it. So, the question is who sits in the back seat, your wife or your mom? <laughs> Who got in the car first? Exactly. Like, are we going to pick somebody up or everybody's going to get in the car? Get, why don't we give uh, scenarios for both of those or answers for both scenarios? All right. How about, how about this? Um, is, is, is it, is it, uh, is, are you dating or is it a relationship? It's, the question says wife. Is your, your wife or your mom? If it's, The truth is, the man doesn't decide that. Exactly. And the reality... Like, that's one yeah. of those things, like, oh, they'll work that out amongst themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. And then, however it goes, you'll figure out which is, oh, I guess that was wrong then, right? Yeah, exactly. That's perfect. He don't decide it, but at the end of it, he gonna hear about it, though. <laughs> Absolutely. And to be fair, I feel like the way that Josh would respond to this would be this. You people are so petty and tiny. Because whoever is taking offense of who's sitting in the front or in the back, they're the one sitting in the back because I don't feel like sitting next to you in the front. Okay, so that was the first part of the question. And the second part is, who sits in the back seat, your coworker or your girl? And let's assume that your coworker is a woman. Is that a real question? These are questions from ladies seeking long-term commitment, and I feel like this is why they're still seeking. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. 
yeah. So just imagine that, right? How about this? I don't. Even, I think we all know the answer to that. Right? Like, let's say, just imagine this. You, uh, your, your, your SO comes to work. You guys are all going to the car, and then your coworker gets in the front seat of your car, and your your lady <laughs> accepts that and sits in the back seat. To me, that sends a message like, oh, so the dynamic here is gonna change. Something, <laughs> something boiling. That's what that's what my wills are gonna say because nothing else makes sense to me. Mm. I'm sorry. What's the follow up? I missed that. I apologize, Chloe. You said that. You said uh-uh, that. If the coworker gets in, you said if the coworker gets in the front seat, they want to have a threesome. <laughs> yes. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> what they look like? <laughs> Some information. So the question was, the second part was, your coworker or your girl sits in the front seat, and the coworker is also a woman. My coworker or my girl? What my girl's in the front seat? What the, like that's not even a question and whatnot. That's not. Is that rhetorical? Like nah, that's it, not. But so the, not again, Miguel, these are the questions that are I'm on the sorry. minds of ladies seeking yeah. like a long-term commitment. These are not questions generated for men. Nah, if my first of all. My co- that'll be their last ride. <laughs> Whatever. If they don't get up, they get out the seat. Thank you. Know you. I mean? Exactly. First of all, so nah. And E, e- Money says, "My mom, my mom, got to get your ass in the back." <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, First right. of all, E, I, 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 I know Drew. Drew ain't sitting in the back. Stop playing. <laughs> but can I ask a follow-up question for the ladies? And Chloe, you might be able to answer it. Is, why is that such a big deal? Um, so for me, I feel like it's a saddest thing, right? So like, or some people might think it's the saddest thing. So for like the mom, I, I personally don't have a problem if, you know, my spouse's mom sitting in the front seat or my boyfriend's mom, that's his mom. Like I respect her. So it's just me showing her respect. Um, I think a lot of times when there's a power struggle between the wife or the girlfriend and the mom that's when there's conflict because it's a power struggle mm. it's like who's more important to him is it the I mean you know that there's that show with the overbearing mom on TLC mama's boy or whatever so like in that situation it's like a power struggle um, just like it would be with the coworker. like it's a respect I- thing oh I like if I come to the job and we're walking to the car. The coworker get the first seat. It's, you gonna have some slinging to do. You feel me? <laughs> Whoa, hold yeah. up! Like oh. it's a respect thing. So I feel like women who have issues with that, it's just they're in a power struggle with the mom. And I think that's ridiculous because as a man, like, what happened to just like respecting your elders? Because if it's opposite end, like if I see your pops coming to the car and you driving, and I'm in the front seat, I'm going to get up and try to go to the back just because I feel like maybe the back don't got enough room for him or whatever. If it's, if it's your pops or your mom's, I'm right. get up. I'm going to get up. Like, exactly. Just, it's not a power struggle. Hold on. Hold on. Check this out. So you- oh, go ahead. I just it, I, it was laughable to me. So it's like you go to your lady's job and her male coworker, which would never happen. We're all getting in the car, and then he going in the front. <laughs> like, <bro>. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even going like talk to her. I'm I might chip him. For this, for this, for this, for this, I'm not even going to lie. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
Yeah, nah, y'all, nah, something going on. Yeah, it's going on. comfortable to get in the front seat. Nah. Right. Yeah. How about um, he get in there? How about he get in the front and don't adjust the seat? Like he been there. Like he been there. Yeah. <laughs> nah, he gonna Uber to where wherever he going. So that that's that. He already saved his uh as seat setting number three. Right, right. <laughs> he don't even adjust. Press the button. Mm. Like hold up, <laughs> hold up. But like you guys said, like with the parent thing, I feel like that's um common when it's a healthy relationship with the parents. But like some people, the boundaries, like remember back when you guys played the video of the mom and the wife at the mm-hmm. altar and the mom was like screaming mm-hmm. at her, like in a relationship like that, it would be a problem of who sits in the front seat. That's like not a healthy relationship. That's like a relationship that does not have boundaries. Yo, like, I might be on my own on this, but I don't think that you should have a serious relationship with uh, anybody that your family hates. So that's a great segue to the next question. Thank you, KG. Number three, have you ever broken up with someone and your whole family was relieved? What were the signs before the breakup? Uh, my, um, my mother would call my girlfriend another girl's name. (laughs) Wow. I mean, did the girl like notice it and get upset about it or something like that? Just blatant. Like it was like, you know, if, if her name is Jennifer and you called her, I don't know, Barbara, like you just, (laughs) Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. her name is, you know, uh, her name is Chloe, and you just called her, I don't know, Keisha. Like, it's not the same shit. Like, you know what I mean? It was a blatant, like, you know, that awkward pause where everybody's like, yeah. but I'm a G. So I just kept doing what I was doing. Nobody was talking <laughs> to me. <laughs> but I use it as an example. Like, yeah, that's that's fine. That ain't it. Relationships have enough trouble working out. If if that's gonna be a hassle, man, it's probably better to stay away. Unless you got like toxic family or like a, you know what I mean? Like if it's like that. But that's my opinion. Um, I think if your family hates the person, that could just make it a more of a. I agree. That can add a burden to your relationship that you don't necessarily need. Um, I agree with that. And to answer close question, um, yes, I did. Um, the signs. From my family was it wasn't science. It was blatant, but like KG, like no, we don't like her. She's not good for you. She's bringing you down. Whatever it is, and guess when we finally broke up, they were very, very relieved. Like, like I'm so happy you were done with that girl or whatever like that. So yeah. Mm. And I guess as an Aquarian, I keep things very close to the chest. So they're only going to meet my parents or my family unless it's at a certain level or status. So, and I would only bring them around if I already knew that they would get security clearance anyway, type of thing. So, and it it hasn't really happened at all. So. Okay. Any, Any other comments before we move on? Oh, you can move on. Okay, number four. If she turns down, okay, let me give a little bit of uh, background for this. Oh, no, I'll do it after. Okay. If she turns down your proposal, 
Are you staying together or is it an automatic breakup? If she turns down your proposal? Yep, if she turns down your proposal, are you staying with her or is it an automatic, like, nope, we done? Is it dub? For me, it's always been that way. It's a wrap because that's a huge. It's just it's just too much hanging out there at that point, and I feel like that. You know, am I ever going to want to propose again? No, and stuff like that. And if I got to this point, that means I thought we were at a point in our relationship which you didn't feel like we were, so we're not on the same page. So nah, I'm not. I'm not doing that again. Absolutely. Chill, bro. Oh wow. Oh. That's the worst possible. No, you can't. No, this. No, you can't come back from that. It'll come back from it, right? It's over. Especially since now, with you know social media and whatnot, girls want all their proposals to be you know captured, you know captured via video and photography. So the parents are going to be there. You know, family's going to be there, and you still say no. And let's be completely honest. As Miguel let off earlier, women are the ones who want that type of commitment, not men. So if I ask that question and you say no, wow. I mean, again, that person is is completely done. I, I, like, I, it's for me. That's a that's going to be a celebratory moment because at that very moment, I'm back in the streets. It's fantastic. Where are we going? Are we going to Toronto? We going to Stockholm? We going to Miami? Where are we going? And I'm gonna have disposable cash. I'm gonna pawn the ring, so I'm taking all that out there, whatever. So. Exactly. So I'm gonna be like, "Up, oh, let me just take this ring off your finger, and I'll catch you later." Nah, nah. So you don't go on the finger until they say yes. That's the whole thing. Hmm. So, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, right. Fair so enough. I feel, like, I feel like when you ask, you already should know the answer. That should right. be like. Oh, I agree with that 100. percent You should already know the answer. It's like, nah, don't. I ain't. I don't. I don't do that. Okay. I, I know I know a girl just tell a real, real quick uh um uh, I know a girl who told me that the guy did it at like a family barbecue for her family on the stage and everything or whatever because they had like a DJ or something like that and he proposed she said yes and they celebrated or whatever at the barbecue not to embarrass him the moment they got back home she was like listen I was just saying yes because I want to embarrass you but I really don't want to marry you. Damn. I was like, oh, man, stuff like that. So, you know, he was just trying to talk her into it, which is stupid. And, of course, they didn't want to get married. But Fonsworth Simpleton. Correct. So. Okay. So, so Clo, hold on, Clo, Clo. So, would you second, say yes not second, to embarrass someone? Would I say yes not to? First of all, he, they should know to, like, if. It depends, right? So if it was a situation where we were, like, having issues, like, say it was just a bad relationship and I was ready to break up anyway, and his last, like, stand of honor was to propose to me, um, that would be embarrassing, number one, because he should already know the answer. And number two, nah, I can't, like, I'm not going to embarrass him in public, but because I think that that's cruel. Um, but like he should, he should know. You should know. You should know what the person's gonna say. Because I've heard of men like they'll cheat on a girlfriend or something, and then she leaves him, and then he like will set up a proposal. 
and that's like usually those videos like I, I think one of those videos I saw where the girl was in a mall or something and he got down on one knee and she she was like no and like smacked the thing out of his hand and ran away like that's probably one of them situations like yo you why would you do this to me because that's you just embarrassing yourself and me mm. at the same time but like I feel like that it wouldn't be genuine right I feel like at that point he would just be asking to marry me because like that's the last opportunity. So I don't. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say yes to that. Okay. A lot so of the, a lot of ladies do, ironically. For they do. Reason. Yeah, they do. They say yes. Yeah. I think they'll do. They do it because they want to be married. Like a lot of women just want a wedding and want to say they're married, but <laughs> like people, like girls, sometimes plan their weddings from the time they're kids. Which is crazy to me, but I mean, you think about I I think about it, but I wasn't never the one to be like, oh, I'm gonna have this color and blah blah blah. But like some girls have like scrapbooks of stuff and their ring picked out, their families all involved and stuff. I mean, if you're that invested in just the wedding, I'm just that's probably the type of woman who would just say yes. Mm. Wow. It's deep, right? <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> So there's a second part to this question. And the second part comes from my favorite show, 90 Day Fiance. And there's a woman on the show who she accepted his engagement, his proposal. And I guess like two weeks later, some sometime later, they got into an argument and she gave him back the ring. So the question is, if what if she gives you the ring back because she's angry? Are you breaking up with her? Or are I you going to work through it? I feel like the same parameters apply. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not getting it back a second time. Like, once you give it back to me. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, that's not that's, that's not a revolving door. <laughs> right, right. Mm-mm. That's it. You ain't going to have a chance. I don't be the pond in it. <laughs> 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 oh, whatever. No, nah, you're not. No, 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 no. I, I, I mean, it as a message of what not to do. Right. I mean, your anger, I get it. People do get angry, but that should not be the thing you use to get me angry now. I'm going to give you your ring back. Like, no, nah, that's not how we're doing. Right. And then you're going to come back like all like pouty and like, you know, I didn't mean that. Can I, can I have the ring? Nah. And you just played yourself multiple times. You don't even know yeah. it. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> So it's funny that you guys say that, right? Because that's obviously what I would think most men would do. However, in this scenario, the guy on the show, maybe he's doing it just because he wants to be on the show, but he ended up like staying with her. And now she's in a predicament where she's like, I don't know if he's going to give me the ring back. And it's like, why would you expect him to give you the ring back? I don't know. People are crazy. So the next question is, what are some good first date questions for women to ask men? For women to ask men. Hmm. Would that D be like? <laughs> Baby Catherine, so that's not a good question. <laughs> Baby Catherine. So I hear. <laughs> That was decent. That was a good one right there, Cole. Um, 
I don't like to I don't like to be asked a lot of questions. Yeah, me, not a good me neither. Guy. Yeah, I think some yeah, I agree with them, man. Like you can you can, I don't know, man. Like what like we could you can just say what are your five year goals and all this type of stuff or whatever, but what is that really you know what I mean? Nah. Right. That's that's BS. I'm just saying so like I think that you let the conversation flow, mm. let the vibes out. Don't have like a list of questions in your head that you are pre ready for. Like it's an interview with fucking Joe Biden. Like let's just have a regular conversation and see where things go. I feel like so. exactly because as Miguel said, it literally becomes an interview for a position that they're not applying for. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> Correct. So again, you just uh, played yourself again and didn't even know it. Would you say congratulations? congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you gotta ask a question. Um, ask um, um, what do you find most attractive about me? Then you'll tell if he's there just to crack or if he actually likes like the person that you are. Yeah. Oh, I can yeah. See that. that that's a fantastic or, question. And this in this go ahead, Mingo. Or, or or what made you ask me out? Thank you. you Absolutely. In the spirit Thanks of that, that totally ask that question. Yeah. And and give him an opportunity to illustrate that game. You dig? Right. Good. You guys already uh elaborated before I had to go to my follow up question, which was and I'll just say it for the people. What are some questions that you can ask to identify whether or not you're on a date just to have sex or if the guy is actually interested in you? Uh, I feel like you should know that before the date. Correct. Yeah. Once again, what are we doing before we get to this location? Like we should have these conversations well before then. I agree. I feel like it's like almost implied as though the date is where you start the conversation. No. That's not real. That's like that's like the movies. We don't do that. And if you do do that, you will likely end up in a situation with that person that you don't want to be in. Right. It's like getting married before you have sex or live with the person. Like right. what? What did you just do? Mm. Hey. Now, now, now you're stuck with it against a weak top and you're mad. <laughs> 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 Okay, so in spirit of this question, I'm going to add another one. What are some bad, very, very bad first date questions that a woman can ask you? Do you see yourself with me long term? Mm. Don't ask uh, well, well, what are your intentions? Um, well, even the whole thing, what are you looking for? Because, again, I don't know no guy who said I'm looking for a relationship who wants in a relationship. So that's dumb to me. Um I feel like uh, anything about like, I mean, you, you, anything about like my again long term goals or uh, also like my family history in the first date. Like we're not doing all that, so no. Also asking about exes, I just feel like that's a yeah, first date no go. Yeah, yeah. Or you know what else? Another one is like, why are you single? Or whatnot, <laughs> like that, or uh, you know, or or how many girls you talking to? Another bad question. That would be asked. So. Or when's the last time you had sex? 
Wait, so are these bad questions because they're uncomfortable for you guys to ask? I mean, answer? I think they lead to nowheresville. Right. So, I mean, like, if you ask a question, two things should be happening. You should be asking for a reason, right? Mm -hmm. And and the question that you ask should give you information that will help you in the relationship, mm -hmm. right? So if you're just asking questions because you thought of it or because you read it in a magazine, when you get your answer, now what do you do with the information? Why always, I would say as a, a tip for a woman, if you want to interact with a man, always understand, like, if you ask a question, why do you want to know? If you can answer the question, like, and if it's ever just because, then it's not a question to ask. Right. What are you going to do with the information? Right. If it's a first date and you ask me, like, the first date you ask me, am I talking to somebody else? And I'm like, yes. All right. Now what are you going to do with the situation? So our first date. Yes, that's my Right. It's a me. Yeah, it's just arbitrary questions that are, you know, prying and incredibly nosy and intrusive. So you're kind of showing your hand there, ladies, if you ask questions like that. So let's assume, like, okay. So for that question, Mike, like, like she like, oh, are you messing with anybody else? Like, honestly, I would, I would say that's a good question to ask because if he is and he, you know what I mean? You know what the situation is. That's like asking a dude, oh, do you have a girlfriend? So Wait. he could be like, yeah, I have a girlfriend or no, I don't have a girlfriend. And then the person can do whatever they choose to do with that information. Well, that's two different questions. Be so, if you, so if you ask me on a first date, am I talking to somebody else? Then what does that let you know if I say yes? Then it would let me know like, oh, are you like seriously talking to somebody? Like, am I going to have some chick knocking down my door? So now you got follow up questions. No, ask that question. Like, Thank if you. we continue, will I have a chick knocking on my door? That's what I mean by like, it's like, instead of asking like lead up questions, just get to it because less right. is more. Correct. Right. You right. Know, I think that the communication flows better and respect uh, keeps intact rather than just a lot of talking. Like, what are we talking about? What is it that you really want to know? How about we get to the root cause so that we can continue what we're talking about and enjoy ourselves? Hey, if this night continues at some point, will I have anybody bother me or will it be a problem? Ask that question. That is a good, reasonable, fair question to ask. Thank you, KG. And ladies, I really hope you're listening and paying attention because I know sometimes some of you have the tendency to be indirect, which is in your nature. We understand. But if you're on a date with a gentleman, men communicate in a very direct manner. So instead of beating around the bush and as Mike said, ask a lineup of questions as if you're being interrogated or interviewed, which is ridiculous and doesn't really set a mood for a date in the first place. So if you have some questions you want to ask, as Chloe said, that's fair, but directly ask those questions. A lot of, so dude will, will beat around a bush, he'll bullshit you if he thinks that you're bullshitting. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, so how many girls you're dealing with? Yo, what is it that you want? So, okay, so we're going to play games now? Okay. Right, right, I got right. games to play too. You know what I mean? How about we not waste each other's time? Be direct about what's up. I think that that's the better approach. Yeah, because I'm going to say, are you talking to somebody else? Yes, why wouldn't I be? Like, what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> Here, what, what do you want to know? Like, that, that's my thing. 
knowing damn well she got dudes texting him, texting her at that moment. Like, come on. Correct. Like, we're, we're Correct. both adults here. All right. So the last question I have is, would you wife a woman that your friend or friends with an S as N already hit? I would like to do what? Would I like to hit? Would I like to date? Or would, 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 would like? Would, would you wife a woman? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wife? No. No, I would not. Would you wife a woman that your friend or friends, multiple friends, already hit? <laughs> no. I, not me personally. No. Me either. Uh, me personally, I would not. I ain't gonna be saying that, that that my wife smashed the homie. I'm good. No. Or homies. Or homies, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but some dudes would be like, yo, that's the path. It ain't everybody got a pass. So I, I say that to say that I don't knock it, I just don't do it. It's not my not my move. Mine either. Right. To each their own. So generally speaking, from other gentlemen that you guys know, what's the general consensus? Was three guys on here. We we all said no. I guess most guys I that. know would still try to smash. You know what I mean? Because she, if she's bad, sometimes. Oh yeah, that's but, a separate thing. Yeah, that right. you said wife. <laughs> right, but wife, nah, nah, not at all. Whole I don't care. Right. Now, now, maybe Chloe wants to add a caveat and say like, okay, maybe you smashed, but what if it? What if it turns into something potentially serious? Would you ever wife? It can't. How could you? Yeah. Yeah. It can't. You can't get the third base without going to first and second. You can't. Like, you can't. Yeah. Like, say you guys, like, say you know he that she smashed one of your friends, and then you smashed her because you was curious, and then it was good. You liked it. She y'all started hanging out all the time, and then you started catching feelings for her. Are you going to be like, nope, I don't care about my feelings. I'm not going to wife her. Or are you going to be like, oh, well, whatever. I don't care what nobody thinks that's her past. Like, what would no, the general... You do that in the beginning. Right. Smack it, in it, smack it whenever you feel like it. But you smack it, you compartmentalize. We compartmentalize all of them. And that's where that goes. Like, oh, man, uh, you mean bring Keisha through. But like, oh, no, nah, that ain't no dinner thing. You know what I mean? It ain't that type of vibe. You know, I come through there when it's late, late, late. Mm. I mean, I feel like for most gentlemen, usually those parameters apply if the homie or homies have smashed. She's already put in that category. Yeah, there's no way out. It's like the friend, like when a woman puts a, a man in the friend zone. There's no way out. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not getting to know her. I'm only, I'm only smashing if if, if she's bad. But I'm not getting orders to see if we're going to be compatible in that way. That's not happening because Charlie smashed the homies. So, nah, I'm good. So. Okay, I have another caveat. So, we get okay. your general consensus on that. What if y'all started dating and then later on you found out that she smashed the homie and it was like one of your close friends? Oh, god! I like, I like that twist, Chloe. Okay. Oh, my. And then my question is, why wasn't I informed of this information before? No, More or less, how did this happen? Why didn't know you were friends? 
Like, say it's your friend who lives in, like, Europe somewhere. Okay. Again, 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 Chloe, come on. Doesn't have social media. No, just listen. And this is the scenario because it happens to people where you don't know everyone's colleagues. You don't know everyone's friends. Like, some people don't even have social media. Maybe the person just didn't come out. But the question is, if you built this relationship with this person and then later on found out that back in the day, maybe high school, college, she hooked up with your best friend or like a close friend of yours, what do you do? Again, if it's a best friend or close friend, you might have already known the story. Yeah, you should know her name or at least have seen her in the past. Yeah, that was Robin Redress. You remember what I'm talking about? Bro? You know what I'm saying? That was Janet. Yeah, Janet Jackson. <laughs> yeah, be like, oh, shit. And again, like, it, tell, me, tell me their wife. Right. And then. Don't even answer that. Right. You know what I mean? like, exactly. And then someone's going to have to take accountability again. So either the friend ain't say nothing right. or the girl ain't say nothing. So that, and neither of which is good. So nah. All right. So y'all not gonna go with the friend scenario. So what about if y'all just found out that she had a past? So by this point, you already engaged. Oh, she like she had her OnlyFans in the past. Oh, she just has a past, like a, a very vivid past. Well, that's why KG asked that question, right? <laughs> I, I'm not gonna be more excited about that one. for this because he already know from the first date. He already asked the question. By the time I want to engage with her or whatever, if it's you know years into it, for both scenarios, I would say so. If if we're already engaged and somehow I found out that years before you smashed my best friend. I don't know if I'm going to go ahead and cut the engagement off right away. I think that's a little, I mean, I, I, I don't put a lot of time into it at that point, man. I'm wasting, I am waste I don't waste years of my life at that point. So I don't see me doing, but I'm, but I'm be pissed. The best friend, we're, we're not going to be friends no more. Put it like that. Because he knew too, or whatever. If he, if he knew and kept it from me willingly, then I, I'm off of him. But to the other question, uh, same thing. Like, I, I mean, I don't know what you mean by that. I guess if like, um, somebody saw her, like, yo, she used to be the girl that everybody in the hood used to be smashing or whatever, like that. Okay, she would already know, obviously. But like I said before, like, if it was already engagement time, what am I doing with that? What am I doing with information? Like, if she's if she was in the past years ago, fucking niggas. <laughs> wow, I'm Miguel, sorry. really? I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn. I'm sorry. My fault. My fault. We we see how angry you get. You sure you want to marry her, Mike? Listen, it's after eleven. <laughs> after eleven. But look, look, look. But she was if her her past, uh, with her situation, I'm being. I, I don't know how. You know what? I don't want to answer that. I got a fact. <laughs> you already, you already answered. You you no. ain't gonna have it. <laughs> Just now, he was in the situation. Yo, he, yo, that was the real thing. He was there for a second. That was funny, man. It happened before, by the way. So, but that's a good one, Chloe. That's tough. tough. He said, better not happen either, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was funny, man. But yeah, that's to me, that's that's definitely lying by omission by at least one party, if not two. But let me ask this though, Josh what if y'all never had that conversation? 
Like, what if y'all never talked about y'all magic number, so to speak? We know KG did, but what if you didn't? Or whatnot? Did she lie about mission in? Well, I guess it would depend on what information was revealed. Like, if it's the friend scenario, it, right. is the same thing applies? If she was only fans in the past, that's that to me, that would change things dramatically. Because, again, that's part of who you are. You shouldn't be ashamed of who you are, right? Own that shit. Yeah, yeah. We all have the past, man. Yeah, I see that. I see the oldness of part. Yeah, I get it. Or not. So. Do we have time for one more question, guys? Of course. Okay. So this question came up in my group chat, and it's actually a meme. And I want to get your perspective on it. Um, Is there a way we can see the meme? Can you send it to me and I can put it up? Yeah, I sent it. It should be there. I think I sent it to you on WhatsApp earlier. Hold up. Uh, let's see. Hold up. I'll read it while Josh is doing it. Okay. So the post read, real secure men love strong, independent women. If she has everything on her own, even better. Men who specifically require that a woman be in some sort of need to want them are probably more looking for dependence and to not be pushed themselves than a true relationship with mutual respect. Thoughts? Well, question it sounds like a uh, a piece of content that women, excuse me, women would uh, indulge in, <laughs> for starters. What was the question? So basically, I want you guys to give me your take on this um, this opinion. So I'm sending it to Josh now. I'll read it again. It says, real secure men love strong, independent women. If she has everything on her own, even better. Men who specifically require that a woman be in some sort of need to want them are probably looking for dependence and not to be pushed themselves in a true relationship with mutual respect. And this was written by a man. But this All right, so this I'm isn't a meme, though. No, I'll take it a stab at it. Mm-hmm. I, I think that um, one before I respond, I, f- I feel like all things considered, a uh, strong, independent woman has a negative connotation because it comes with like a stigma. Like strong, independent woman isn't just means that she does her own thing. She can take care of herself. She's uh, you know, she's about a business. It it almost at this point it seems like that woman comes with an attitude and uh a foh type of thing and i don't feel like they should be synonymous i feel like that was something that was kind of created by fours that became eights in their mind and then this is what happened Mm. so what i'm gonna do is answer that question but i'm disregarding the stigma so, excuse me. So, with with that stigma pushed aside, I agree with the statement. I would prefer a woman who is strong and independent. By strong, um, I mean uh, resilient and persistent in her goals. Uh, she's ambitious. Um, she works through her trials and tribulations without leaning and begging or counting on someone else. Um, independent meaning like she has her own perspective and her own thoughts. She knows what she wants. 
Um, that is my preference. Uh, so yeah, I agree with that. Um, now, men who specifically require that uh, that a woman needs something from them um, are certain types of men. And I feel like everybody has shortcomings. Uh, so I can't really uh, I've heard some, some really far out stuff. You, you know what I'm saying? So I think that this is probably uh, a, a good perspective. And I think this is something that women should be aware of. Craziest shit I ever heard of my perspective that I've heard. Dude told me, he was like, yo, I, I like to deal with chicks with a low self-esteem. And I said, why? He said, because they're easy to get and I don't have to, I don't have to do a lot. And I was like so taken back by that, but everybody's built different. You know what I'm saying? Like betas are gonna be betas, simps are gonna be simps, and there's nothing that we can do to change that. So I think that this is a good perspective. Again, minus the stigma. That's it, that's all. No, I mean, I think uh, Chloe, answer your question or not question but on the statement like i i agree with that too um i think it's uh kind of even a turn on if she um you know is secure and and you know that she can have her own and handle her business and stuff like that and the reason for me because you know if something happens to you you know you break your leg you slip and fall you get sick or, or something just happens that she can still hold it down because you can see even without you that she's already able to hold it down. So I think that's better than somebody um, who's uh, dependent and uh, in that situation. And also, uh, you know, like KG said, like, you know, a woman who is, has a lot of insecurities, very dependent, um, they can become almost a, a, a chore or, or a task, you know, a little bit like that. And that I wouldn't want. I'd rather have a person who is strong, uh, independent, and, uh, you know, have her own in some way. So. Absolutely, because I feel like at some point it's like you're taking care of a child. Like, how, how could you be so needy and independent and thus high maintenance? I mean, there's only so many hours in a day. I only have so much energy, you know, in the day. And if a majority of that is taking care of you in a way that, you know, you're not taking care of yourself as an adult, to me, that's just too strenuous for my life and what I have going on. So I definitely agree that. It's uh, great when you're strong and independent in the way that KG is saying and, you know, not really interested in someone being that dependent or needy because, you know, then they are going to have other insecurities as well on top of that. And, you know, sure. things like self-worth and and things like that. So to me, it's just better to have a, you know, have a balance because I feel like a woman could still be strong and independent, but still be submissive. You know what I mean? So there's this different, uh, there's different combinations of people and personalities out there. Great. Okay. Just a follow up question. Um, so there has been, um, I guess a stigma on, like you said, this type of woman, this strong, independent woman. And, um, I, it's been said that men, some men, are or may be intimidated by this type of woman and would rather, you know, build something with her than come to someone who's already self-made. What are your thoughts on that? 
it's not just the type of woman, it's how that woman acts. So like Josh said, that woman can still be submissive if she's willing to be. That woman can still let the man lead his role if she's willing to. But if she comes into it just because she has her own and is independent and tries to like throw it in his face and tries to take the leadership role, then that's why we don't want to deal with them. It's never intimidation. We just don't want to deal with that type of woman if she's not willing to, again, submit in any way possible just because she has her own. That's all I said. Right, because essentially you would be with a woman who has very masculine traits and wouldn't be very feminine at all. And as we talked about earlier, femininity and being feminine is a very attractive. It's an elixir for men. It's it's biochemical it's nature men are hardwired hardwired to respond to women's you know being feminine and being nurturing and being soft and being gentle things like that to me if you're not gonna you can still again be strong but if you're not submissive if you don't have that balance and your behavior if you're domineering and abrasive and argumentative and combative i mean to me that then that goes back to what kg was saying in terms of the strong and independent in that way, but you could be strong and independent and still be soft and gentle and nurturing. Balance. Perfectly balanced. And unfortunately, the ladies who usually say these things do not have the balance. So I think that's where the real confusion comes in. Diz? Okay. Okay. So for people who are confused about this balance, um, so essentially, okay, so basically I've also heard um, men say that they'd rather have a woman who's starting from, like who hasn't acquired a lot of stuff yet because that gives them more of an opportunity to have first with her. Like, oh, if she hasn't purchased her first home yet, that's something that we could do as a family or that's like something the man wants to take the lead on versus when you meet her, she has everything. She has, you know, the house, she has the car, she has basically everything. So it's kind of like I've heard the perspective of men saying she already has everything. What does she need me for? Is this a, is this a common perspective? No, I think this soft. Fact. It is what it is. When you handle your business, you handle your business. Oh, wait, she's already doing good. Then, nah, it's, that's, I mean, like, it's soft. That's I don't weird. think that, yeah. I hope that that's not common. I haven't ever heard that perspective. Me either. I think it's weak as hell. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Absolutely. And then what are the p- person supposed to be doing? Are they supposed to be homeless? Are they not supposed to be taking care of their stuff? <laughs> like, that to me, like, where where else are they going to be living? What, it, what are they going to be yeah, doing? Out looking for somebody who has less than you so you can feel better about yourself. Why don't you just do better? Right. Okay. So then does it make men intimidated when the woman has, like, an immense amount more than what they have. Like she's making four times, she's making four times her salary. She has, you know, 20 properties and she's basically excelling in all the areas stereotypically that men are supposed to excel in. Does that intimidate men? I mean, for me personally, no, but that's probably because, you know, in my youth, I have dated women who were incredibly wealthy because of their families. So any type of insecurities I had were 
clearly done with then because you know i'm already because again that's life people are going to have more than you people could be taller than you they can look better than you they can have all these other things but that's just life you play the hand that you're dealt and you own that shit you embrace it you be proud of it you should be proud of yourself you should value yourself and things like that are to me you know trivial at the end of the day especially if you're putting it down the way you're supposed to be putting it down Correct, and she know what she's in, what she didn't got into. So like, you know, if she if she's that that type of superior wealth than me, then she has to act as if right. So she can't um, be going to to, to uh, different places or buying certain things and expect me to be able to afford what she can afford because this that's not uh, realistically and whatnot. So no, I wouldn't be intimidated as long as she doesn't try to intimidate me in a certain way with her wealth, I guess that's the way I would put it. So, so there's like this implication of like, you're saying if she tries to, but I would think it's implied just the mm. fact that she has it. It's not like she going to be like, Oh, I make this money, but you already know she makes the money. So it's kind of like that non-spoken implication that's there that's hovering. So is it like, do men in that predicament, let's say that happens, do men typically try to make more money and try to you know use her not use her but like um i guess use her knowledge per se to to elevate his status or is that a situation where like a man's just not going to deal with it he's just like whatever she makes too much money i'm not even going to deal with it because i'm gonna feel intimidated because i can't take i can't give her the lifestyle that she used to yeah, I think that has to go back because you're kind of describing Prince Donnell basically, right? But I think that has to go back to what Miguel said, because if you're going to condescend and look down upon, which unfortunately is usually the perspective of ladies who are in that position, like, oh, I want some dude who's doing equal to me or better, so I don't have time to deal with you at this level, da-da-da-da-da. As long as there's not that dynamic there, you're still treating the person with respect, and humility because at the end of the day for the most part sometimes well not again not not sometimes but a lot of time if the man is the majority breadwinner is he really going to hold it over his significant other that's just how it is that's just the reality of the situation yes i understand True. that but that's typically the male's role is to you know societal society wise that's the status quo that the man right, but why does she get with him knowing his income then Right, so we got to take it back because there. Because she, she thinks he's a cool dude, and she and honestly, like you know, from women that I've spoken to who date men who make this significant amount um, lower than them, they try and to invest in their man so that he can make more. But then again, it's like men don't you you not you can't really change anybody. They have to want that for themselves. So it's kind of like they're put in this predicament where they're trying to make him, you know, bring him up to their financial status per se and it turns into like oh like that's not what i'm here for and it's not up for this so if she got to take accountability for dating if that's what she wants i'm saying for dating outside of her of her pay grade right so i feel like that you know it's it's not implied like okay two things i do feel like just because she makes more a man naturally will try to say you know what well, i want to you know, try to make more myself. Not necessarily get on her level, but try to make more to bring, you know, make the household better, obviously. But I think while he's doing that, that is not, 
you know, implied intimidation because you know she makes more. You're still supposed to be a team and work together, right? So, again, if she knows that, then don't go to, I don't know, whatever, a certain fancy restaurant where you know his income and they get mad that he can't pay for it. You already know this, so it should not be a surprise to you. Yeah, one of those things, uh, feelings versus logic. So I feel like, oh, I want to go X, Y, and Z, knowing that's not in, like Mike said, the price range for for him responsibly. So if you're no, if you're going knowing that you're going to fit the bill, then and you're okay with that, and you're still going to respect them afterwards, great. But if it's something that you can't get over, then both of you wasting your time. Well, do men like that? Like, if the woman's making all this money, does he mind? Like, does that? Does that poke at his masculinity if every time they're at Ruth Chris or, you know, Peter Luger, he's paying for everything? I would say, again, as the gentleman said, if he is weak minded like that, it can. But I feel like if you're if you're if you're going to be with a woman like that, it's going to inspire you to strive for more. So if she has that energy of supporting and investing, then it's going to be a perfect match. Yeah, I don't think your masculinity is ever in question about that. I feel like that's more so about, you know, your inner growth or maturity or ego. Like, and if you have those things in check, these, like, her having more money is really insignificant. If anything, it's, you know, it turns into, like, a resource. Absolutely. And then she's going to have a network that's ultimately going to lift him up as well, because obviously your net worth is also your network. So she's going to have some connections to get him elevated and they can be equal a lot quicker. Okay, that's the last question I had for tonight. All right, guys, thank you for joining us on our new home, Poetic Charm, on YouTube. So we appreciate Big Mike and KG and Chloe Diz for joining us. Appreciate everybody in the comments, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right, you have a good night. Take it easy. All right, peace. Sure, they got me brainless. And I don't understand it. I don't know, yeah, yeah People are already eavesdrop If you're out here having dope-ass conversations while you're lit It's like, why not? Why not put it into a podcast? He makes podcasts He's here outside of the city Pick his brain I'ma just be here And you two were just going at it back and forth